three. Make it a clean sweep. I got a Dallas eleven and six. It kept it. You know, I know they would say, "Oh, well, he kept the tag applied." He could have kept the tag applied and not straddled homeboy. You know what I mean? He could have moved his leg. So. Oh, it was uh, fine. It's just. I'm just saying. Ramirez I mean, just had a little. It, 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 wasn't, more, it wasn't necessary. It wrong. It didn't need to but, get to that yeah. extreme. Bills in a last second field goal or a last second touchdown by Aaron Rodgers to take the division. He's taking field goals too. I want to bet. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome in to the Let's Talk Sports Show. Let's bring in our host, the one, the only. Field goal kicking Packer, Mr. Nick Bakkins. Mr. Bakkins, welcome in. Hey, good evening, everybody. Oh, I don't know what's going on. My internet's what's I'm I'm still backstage, it says Tanner. Oh, there I am. Hey, well, good evening. I told you. Uh welcome to another. Ladies and gentlemen, I think we need a host without with a good internet connection. It never fails to have a uh, to have a, a a show where Mr. Bakken's internet just craps out on him. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Let's Talk Sports Show. My name is Sandra Dawson, of course, of Let's Talk Sports and the Sports Buffoons. Excited to get this thing going. We got crap tons of topics to talk about, not only with our, our uh, soon-to-be host here, once he gains some connection, but Mr. Jim Berenger, Mr. Jonathan Grishman, as always. And let's get some of the guys in here. Let me bring in Nick here. Let's try this again. Nick, 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 can you hear me? Nick. You there, no, Nick? it's cutting. Hold on. I'm shut. Hold on. I'm shutting down our computer. So. Mr. Nick Bakkins is out of here because he's like, <laughs> Hey guys, if you want to support the channel, please come on into it. Uh, help us out here. You know, join our discord, go sign up at our, our new website, signupexpert.com slash just talk a great chance to support the channel and maybe even help uh, Mr. Bakkins get a new set of internet or computer or something. So go support us down below. Let's bring in uh, our hall of famer here while Nick shuts down and restarts here. Mr. Scott Cope. Scott, what's up, dude? The host with the most, Nick Botkins. Hey, you know, <laughs> I worked with Nick. I've been working with Nick for over a year. You got to be ready for anything and everything. Absolutely. That's no doubt. Buffoon Botkins, exactly how we did things <laughs> around here. And what can I say? I'm who, always who knew ready. The, who knew the buffoon was on Monday night with you, too? <laughs> That's a good one, actually. Man, dude, Scott. Uh, Raiders scored. Dang it. I, was hoping they nice, yeah. I, I got yeah. over three and a half field goals tonight, man. That's my bets. Total. Because I feel in Green Bay, that's all they're going to do. I got uh, Christian Watson over, over 48 and a half receiving yards. This is not going well for him. I don't know what the not Packers are doing. Aaron Jones practiced all week, and he's out tonight. Yeah, I, I don't understand what that concept is. With him, if he's that hurt, 
sent him out. This is a Joe Burrow thing left and right all of a sudden again. Yes, yes, they beat the Cardinals. Calm down, people. Joe Burrow is not the same Burrow at the moment. I don't care what he did at the Cardinals, okay? That's what everybody should have done in the Cardinals leaning up here, okay? Right. It's, right. it's not a big deal. We'll have to see exactly what happens here, especially after Nick Botkins goes Burrow, Bengals, Botkins. So, you know, it's, this is all it's going to be in that one. He's going to stop picking them because once he stops picking them, they seem to do well. So, I mean. Exactly. I mean. Mickey. It, I, what's up, Mickey? You knew Jamal Chase was going off last night. You just knew it. After you all the talk in the locker room, you knew he was getting the ball a ton of times. And sure enough, 15-4. Right? It oh, just, yeah, it's no just something that we had to have uh, no in that doubt. play. You know, no but that's what doubt. it is, man. I know. uh I know we're not going to talk about anything up in the Northeast at the moment, so uh, we'll let you kind yeah, of Yeah, we're going to talk about when they fire Belichick. That's <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> They're awful. Gosh. They're unwatchable now. Totally. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Rough. It's it is. Rough. It is. What he's done to this team, you know, and people in my home league are saying, oh, it's not all his fault. Didn't he put the players on the field? Didn't he draft these guys? Didn't he sign these guys? It's his fault. Right. It is. Yep. It is. Yeah. It really, really is. Are they going to score again? Ah, uh, tip. Good tip. Let's kick a field goal, babe. Mr. Nick, oh. are you? Can you hear us? Can, can you there? Are you there yet? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I think so. I think we're back in business, folks. I think we're back in business. Hopefully, Nick lives can you out, hear me. Nick lives out in the woods. Nick yeah, lives out in the woods. I literally live in the middle of a fucking city with college and this fucking internet here. I don't know if it's stream. Hard, the internet, my laptop. I don't know. It could be a mix of all the. We, we got it. We'll, we'll do a test you. next week. Um, we'll do a so test there's next that. week on a different platform. Just to see. You, Just to see. You, for the do you need it. five minutes for a rant, Nick? Do you want us to leave you alone and give a five I, minute rant on the internet? That's true. I mean, I could. I don't know if it's the internet, StreamYard. My internet says when I click on my laptop, says, "Hey, extra excellent strength here, the Wi-Fi." But you know, uh, you guys probably don't know because you guys have really good internet. But on StreamYard, it gives you like little Wi-Fi bars. Mine will cut in and out all the time and say zero, none. They don't. They don't have like you know. Now it says like two. It says how many people are watching. So. Uh, there's that. So I fucking hate See, it. I, fuck you. I, fuck I think, you, technology. Fuck you. Streamyard. Right? Uh, so Stream speaking of fuck you, the Cowboys were saying with, a, with a lot of fuck yous last night. Hey, listen. Before you go on the Cowboys, Tanner, doesn't yeah. Nick have dial up the the old AOL dial up where it goes? I do. I do. I got to order a new disc. I'm on the phone. Get off. Ding 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 ding. Speaking Mom. of the Cowboys, where's, where's our two Cowboys uh, homers, Allen and Flo? Uh, they, hey, Cowboy Nation is nowhere to be found today, Scott. Nowhere to be they found. They certainly are. Uh, yeah, come They're on not. in, Sam. Uh, Let's bring our guy in, Mr. Titan. Hey, let me – first down. What did I do to you guys? Jeez. <laughs> What's going on, fellas? Happy Monday. Uh, let me ask you guys this. The 49ers – the best team in the league right now? Yes. Yeah. I think yep. they are. As right now. I mean, hands yeah, down, the Cowboys. Yeah. You, you're at, I think you're looking at a 49ers Chiefs Super Bowl. I think that's what you're looking at. I don't know. 
I don't I don't know about that. It, it, it all depends on Mr. Purdy and he still stays healthy and whatnot. Like that's that's I think that's I, a big. I'm guy. more worried about the Chiefs than I am the 49ers. I mean, let's calm down there, Alan. The, let's calm down now. Come yeah, on, yeah, let's, oh, let's, Alan, he's yeah. in the conversation. Calm down, you, know, you gotta say he's in the conversation. He's, he's in not the in the conversation. How quickly? How quickly? Just uh, we don't turn the ball over. How quickly will Allen uh, bring up Oklahoma's victory over Texas? How quickly? Well, will he, here's a bet I put in today: Cowboys to miss the playoffs. I thought it was funny. I Y'all bet it today after yeah, last night. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> they, they, they only they only beat up on the poor teams, and when they play anybody that's on their level yeah. or above. They can't. They can't perform. They don't perform well. So, like, they're playing the Chargers yeah, next you, Monday night. I don't know if they're going to win that game at L.A. Well, they're the, it's, it's the fucking Chargers. It's shithead coaching versus shithead coach. Yeah. So, um, uh, but the Chargers have had two weeks to prepare for them. They had a bye week this week, so yeah. But still, he'll do something fucking dumb like go for it on fourth it down and it'll hit thirty on his own two yard line. So I mean, you know what I mean. So that's I would lean towards the Cowboys. But the, you're right though, Scott. The Cowboys haven't beat anybody. Uh, and I will say Brock Purdy to me is is in the MVP category. The kid doesn't throw any. He doesn't throw interceptions. He doesn't even throw damn near any any completions. He had what he, two incompletions against the Cardinals. He had like five yeah. last night. He's I second mean, in, in completion percentage to Josh Allen. Uh, Tuba and Justin Herbert, right, right below them. Uh, jo- by the way, Lamar and Jerry Goff and Baker Mayfield and Dak Prescott at sixty-nine. That's pretty nice. So, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I could. Good. I can't. I can't see it. Oh, There's too much talent around him. He's supposed to be doing not that not defense. not throwing interceptions, but and that defense is nasty. It's nasty. So they, they're they're the best oh. overall team. They, they are the best overall team, but we got to give the kids some credit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I agree. No, Jimmy no, G doing... wasn't looking this fucking good with, with that team. You know what I mean? Mr. Irrelevant. You know? All that. Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. So, so Tanner, yeah. after, you guys, after five weeks, who's the MVP of the league right now, do you think? Brock Purdy. Still Mahomes. Quarter into the season. Got to be. I don't know. It, it could be Mahomes. It could be Brock Purdy. I, I would I would say one of those. Uh, Mahomes, is one, somebody else. Mahomes is one, Hurts is two, and maybe Purdy or McCaffrey is three. Yeah, yeah. McCaffrey. I mean, honestly, yeah. McCaffrey. I would say McCaffrey. Yeah. yeah, that's what yeah. I'm looking. Justin well, Jefferson yeah. seems to be – they. The Vikings said he's uh, not playing this week, and they're not bringing him back until he's 100% healthy. I mean, I figure he's with the last season already it. for the Vikings. Yeah, he's yeah. going on IR maybe, which is what the Bengals should have said. Sam, I want to – yeah. Sam, I want to ask up? you that 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 the you uh, put a stat out there on, on Facebook, I believe I read it, was about the Titans – uh, it's been what twenty three games since oh, yeah. they scored thirty points or more. So, yeah. It's, so let me ask a, you guys. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, oh, I was, yeah, was going to ask you. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. Go ahead. I'm going to let you go okay. first. Okay. Sam okay. Yeah. No, it, 
So for two years, we had Todd Downing as our offensive coordinator. We wanted him gone for two years. We got rid of him. And um, this, the new guy hasn't done any, hasn't gone over 30 in five weeks, but we're moving the ball better. So take that for what you will. The stat is still bad. I'm not defending them in any regard. They have not done enough. Um, they have not had enough cohesion. And I think you can throw that at the feet of uh, one of Mike Vrabel's failures. Yeah. Your turn. Um, yeah, so I was just going to ask you, it's thir- 23 games. That's a season and a half almost. Is it time oh, to yeah. start rethinking Mike Vrabel as a good coach? I I don't know. They brought up something today. One of the uh, beat reporters brought up something today on the radio show, and I thought it was interesting. He said the echo of John Robinson uh, is one that still shatters glass in the uh, – uh, franchise. So his bad draft picks. And if, for, who's that? Who's John Robinson? You guys? Ex GM. Yeah, and he had really put us in a bad way. Okay, and so they came in strapped, and they had to make decisions. I mean, come on, you guys saw it. They they had to move people around all the time. They had to cut people. It, it put you in a bad spot, and then you you were so bad. You drafted all offense in this draft, and so far. Not so much, but like I said, at least we're moving the ball up and down the field, which is something I couldn't say for last year. I I couldn't say it. Now, I was deeply depressed about that pitiful defensive showing. Uh, Somebody called it the my bad game because it seemed like every Titans defender was going my bad, my bad after every damn play. It drove me flipping nuts. I'm sure it drove Vrabel nuts. So much so that he called out his cornerback by name, which is – if you if Rabel's doing that, you must be really you must be doing bad. You must be doing really bad. <laughs> let me put so, it to that. No doubt. no doubt. So let me ask you: Is it what yeah, about is it is it, is it a the red zone? They must be close to the bottom of the league. Red zone efficiency. Is yeah. it a a offensive coordinator problem or is it a players problem that they're not making the right decisions? I.e. the quarterback. When I've looked at all 22 views and analysts and stuff after the game, it just looks like missed opportunities to me or lack of execution. Uh, It gets really wishy-washy about who's to blame who or whatnot, but I can't argue that during that Colts game, when Derek was – and first of all, this this needs to be said as well. Derek makes mistakes, okay? Derek Henry makes mistakes. You you can blame it on the line only so much. He had holes yesterday. He missed them. He had holes yesterday. He didn't shove a guy to get him out of the way. He played, I'm going to say it, he played soft. He played soft. You know who didn't play soft? Tajay Spears. And it showed. And it showed. Um, But I'm looking at just the lack of execution. Tannehill not hitting the wide open guy. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of things, protection issues and all of that. But I don't know if this is just we don't have the proper personnel to get it done. Or if these guys it, – it always kind of seems we start out rocky and then get going there at the end. But, I mean, I'm legit um, just at to the point now where it's like, look, I, I think Nick and I talked about before the season, I think they're going to get seven wins and then call it a day. Uh, and then you get to start next season with, I think, 98-plus million in cap space without Henry or Tannehill or a lot of other problems. So, yeah, just how I see it. I'm, I'm just riding out the clock. I feel – 
I feel like they're trying to bridge and keep from having a rebuild year. But if you sit there muddling in the middle, you could really hurt this team without getting a top draft pick. Right. So, right. It, Right. Tanner, is it time to start thinking where we grade uh, Vrabel as a coach, where we respect him as? Because, I mean, I think the, the four of us all respect him uh, highly as a coach and give him a lot of credit. But is it time to maybe rethink that? No, because I think Vrabel is a good coach. You saw this this team got taken to the number one seed, right? They lost an arrowhead in the title game. And these guys are always being competitive and in it. There's reasons for it. Vrabel is in the worry. It's more of the players around and the execution part of it. Uh, yes, you can blame the coaching. I think it's more, more of his staff with the execution and the accountability more than it is him. It's also the front office. The front office has been horrendous for these guys as of the last four years. So mm-hmm. plain and simple, before we get to Jim. Ever since Vrabel the A.J. Brown not, debacle, right? Yeah. Vrabel, yeah. No, not, not even before that. Since the number one seed. Yeah. Since they came into Arrowhead. Vrabel isn't the issue. Uh, or else otherwise you would not see them as an number one seed that year at all. So that's true. Did, I agree. Didn't they didn't they back to back number one seeds? They lost to Cincinnati as number no, one seed. No, they were number one seed. And, and then they, played, and they were number one. They played the wild card uh and then they were the number one seed. I had no again. idea what happened to Sam. They lost to the Ravens as a one seed, right? Wasn't that the <laughs> no, Ravens? No, 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 the Ravens. no. That was the, the that was the wild card in twenty. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, when the Bengals uh, went to the Super Bowl, they had to go into Tennessee and beat them. Right. Yeah. The, 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 the Tannehill, the Tannehill game that echoes yeah. in eternity. <laughs> What's yeah, up, boys? Hey, well, look at you! You you made it to the top. Boom! Straight to the moon, Alice. Look at you. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, now have, we'll now have a one-on-one interview with Johnny Cruz. Johnny, your thoughts on the Dolphins, please. <laughs> Uh, yeah, where the hell is he? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Johnny. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard from Johnny. Uh, hopefully, it's all right. So, yeah, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I just want. I just thought that was interesting to say. I kind of agree. I think it's not really variable. It's sometimes you you don't have the right groceries. You don't look at you look at this team. They don't quite have the playmakers, and he's he's done no. well. Uh, yeah. Me and Scott and Johnny had a good conversation about the Pats last night, and, and we were talking if they do replace Bill Belichick. Where would be a good landing spot for Bill? Uh, where do you think he could go, Tanner? Because, you know, it's going to be a spot where he can win now. He's not going to do a, re- uh, you know, kind of – he's not going to be in a rebuild situation. Uh, so what what kind of spot if, – if it is time for Bill to move on, where could he go and, and, and what would it look like? <laughs> back to, to the home. Jets. <laughs> done. Go back home. Stay home. Be an advisor somewhere if you really want to. Bill's done. Bill's out. So you think the couch? You think the couch is it? But what about the Don Shula record? You don't think there won't be a team that calls him? No, dude. Because all that's going to take him is the desperation. You know, yet sniffing. You know, maybe Jim's Giants a little bit. Maybe uh, uh, the Cleveland Browns. Stefanski can't do it. Uh, sniffing out. You know, the Tampa Bay Bucks after Todd Bowles gets fired and canned. Like there's there's a bunch of franchises to be sniffing around, but none none that he should go to. So I, Tanner, I had said the, the first team that the came Chargers. out of that's the team that came out of my mind last night. They're not going to hire him. They're, they're too cheap, first of all. But they're we were talking about veteran teams that can win now, and the Chargers are it uh, with Herbert and Eckler and Keenan Allen <laughs> and all the, the that group. They they're a team that could win now, so they're a team that could give him nine eight yeah. nine wins right away, but. 
A, they're a cheap team, and B, I think he's going to want control wherever he goes. That's the whole problem. He, he's he's too stubborn to say, okay, I'll just be coach, and I'll take the players from somebody else. He's just too stubborn. Yeah. So Can't well, do it. Bill Belichick, the GM, screwed Bill Belichick, the coach. And that's and that's what I've been saying that for years. I've been saying that for years. Sure that's did. how yep. teams do it. That's how teams do it. Bill O'Brien. Mm-hmm. Nice job, buddy. Yeah. One and four. Way to go, Bill. <laughs> what a homecoming for old B.O.B., baby. Get his ass. I mean, Jesus. So then tonight, the talk, <laughs> today, that topic came up numerous times. If Bill leaves, who's the successor? And it was Gerard Mayo that a lot of people said. What does Gerard Mayo have for experience? Zero. Zero. Yeah, but the, you, but, but at that point in time, you're you're resetting everything, right? You got to tear this yes. thing down and rebuild it. Guy that's gonna uh, help you. Yeah, yeah. And and he can at least give him time. And speaking of rebuild, it's it's kind of being reported right now that Sean Payton's saying, "Hey, we're getting everybody the fuck out of here, uh, and we're gonna tear this thing down and we're gonna rebuild it." In my vision, uh, do you guys see that maybe guys like Jerry Judy, maybe Russ Wilson? I don't know what team would take Russ, but uh, he wants to tear it, you know, he wants to tear it down this year uh, in the next few weeks and then, re, you know, re, regroup some of them draft picks that they lost in the Russ trade, lost when they got Sean Payton and go for this, you know, so maybe the likes of Jerry Judy. I don't know about guys like Pat Sertan if they keep him, but Jerry Judy's name will be number one. Maybe Javante Williams. Uh, Denver could be tearing this thing down and going full board, full shit show. Here in the next I think I think that's the right call. I mean, I, I I'm not a big fan of Sean Payton, but uh, I I don't think he's I don't think I'm putting him in like he's a terrible coach category yet. But um, uh, the I just think like the right call there is just to flush it all down the toilet, be done with it, start all over. So refresh, the only, hit refresh. The only guys that are safe. In my mind, Marvin Mims, Jaleel McLaughlin, hmm. Adam Troutman, and any guy that's a Sean Payton guy, you're safe. The kicker. The kicker. <laughs> well, Lutz. The kicker that, yeah, Lutz. Lutz, he's safe. Russell they brought Wilson, him in. Russell Wilson is safe because nobody will take that godforsaken contract that he gets. No. He gets out. No. No way. But Javante Williams, Saskatchewan Rough Riders will touch that contract. Even Samaji P. Ryan may be safe because Sean Payton brought him in in free agency. Not sure about that, but but he'd be safer. Javante Williams, Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, those guys, any defensive guy, they're they're available for trade. I'll bet you right now. Everything must go here at Sean yep. Payton, Mark. Yep, they're not going to get better than this, a third round draft pick for any of these guys. Maybe no. a second for Judy. Maybe a second for Judy. But other than that. I can't see him getting – he's not going to get a first round for anybody. For anybody. Well, they they got to – yeah, they, they're going to have to figure it out, though, and try to trade – I would try to trade everybody and just dump everything and anybody that I could get for some draft picks. Yeah. Do you think uh, the guy we're about to bring in, Steam, would take some of those uh, uh, players from Broncos? Yeah, let's go. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Jim Berenger. 
let's go ahead and bring in our guest. He joins us every Monday night. Uh, hockey starts tomorrow, folks. Opening night of hockey. Uh, me, yeah. and Connor's, or me and Tanner's team. Connor Bedark is uh, on the ice tomorrow night uh, for the Blackhawks. So uh, there's that. Can't wait to see that. Uh, he also covers wrestling. We're going to talk a little wrestling. We're going to co- cover uh, some uh, college football. Give it up for Mr. Savant himself, Mr. Jim Barringer, baby. What's Dude. going on, my maniacs? What's up, everybody? Yeah, I, feel like, on I, feel like, I feel like we just tagged you in your LA night and you're about to clean the floor. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. LA night. Whose game is it? <laughs> right here. Right here. Oh, I love me. Game. I love me some fast lane, Jim. I hope you did too. I love that. Uh, it, was great. Ki- it, it was kind of shit. I'm not going to lie. What? Get out of here. It was boring. Last night, it, it, last it was, night was, it was it was it was boring. It was not boring. Oh my god! It, it it was boring. It it was boring. I'm not gonna lie. It was boring. Jim, let's let's. I want to ask you. Let's start t- off the weird. I was tired and I was watching too much college football, but Fastlane was not good. Wow, that's fair enough. Hey, Jim, I want to. We'll start right. We'll start with the wrestling since uh, Sam yes, wanted to start with it. What's the more weirder uh, booking? Is it uh, you know? Ricky Starks and Big Bill win in the AEW tag titles, or is it uh, you know Cody Rhodes and Jay Uso winning the tag titles? Because I don't think either one makes fucking sense to me. I mean, because Cash Wheeler's dealing with an injury, I think that's how they sold it. Because he actually does have a broken rib from that Aussie Open match yeah. at Wrestle Dream, so that kind of makes sense. Because Tony Khan's learning his lesson not to have like interim titles and just vacate the championship and have another tournament. So oh, he I wants missed these it. Guys. Oh, yeah. Sorry, Jim. So I guess what they want to do is Whoa. just be like, all right, let's establish these guys, make them dominant, beat the best tag team in the world, squash them, similar to what like Brody did to Cody when he won the uh, TNT title for the first time, just complete squash. So it gets FTR t- off television for a little bit. They're going to nurse their injuries. They've been wrestling a lot. I don't have a problem with it. What I have a problem with is Cody and Jey Uso winning tag team titles. But WWE, like they always do, and it's nothing against what Hunter's doing, but you backed yourself into a corner with that when you announced the match because somebody had to lose, and the wrong team lost, but you're not going to have Cody and Jay lose in their first match together. So you should either have been a non-title match or just don't even book the match for the pay-per-view. Are they? Are you could have had you could have had the Judgment Day run in and, and you know what I mean and, and lay and out everybody. Had like a smosh finish, DQ, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just to keep the yeah. titles to establish them because they should be running wild on, on Raw and all the and uh, all the shows. To be honest, like that's what they should be doing. You have this established unit. They have all the gold, and now they just take all the gold away. It makes no sense. So is this a foreshadowing to maybe Damian Priest cashing in and winning against Seth Rollins? I hope so. I mean, Seth Rollins continues every week to say he has a bad back, bad back, bad back. Got a and then get back. annihilated yeah. by Sinsuke and nothing yeah, don't make that. Don't make the title switch there. Uh, maybe they finally decide that they're going to cash it in, maybe Saudi or something. or yeah. Who knows? But I think Damian Priest is probably going to cash this thing in sooner rather than later. You would think. I thought uh, I thought Shinsuke would win on Saturday. Priest cashes in on Shin. Yeah, me too. Uh, you know, I, or, I, I or do what they did with Rollins and then have Damian Priest cash in because that's the way to really do it. Because Seth like the triple threat match is what you're seeing. 
like a no, triple threat? No, but like after Seth wins the match because he just goes through a grueling last man standing. Oh match, yeah, yeah. His that's music generally comes what they out. Do. That's usually what they do. And yeah, I guess they didn't decide to pull the trigger. But again, you know, beggars can't be choosers. But again, like I said, um, the, I mean, I like look, I watched most of the pay per views. I mean, it was you know, like, like I said, it was okay. The women's match was good. Um, you know, Carlito was cool, but again. There's so much that I think you're just so drained from like every week there being something. It's like, all right, like this is okay. This is something I can miss. And then when you see Notre Dame's losing on Saturday, you actually want to see Notre Dame lose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I kind of, I actually kind of enjoyed. Uh, That's a good transition. Winning, well, go ahead. Sam. Wait, wait, what's, Sam, what do you got? What? Oh, I, I just enjoyed Cody and Jay winning because I thought like everybody else thought that judgment day was going to win. So I, I enjoyed the surprise personally. Yeah, but Cody, Cody and Jay are a very weird tag team to put together. It's sure, just very right. strange. I know Cody brought him to raw and I know that's the storyline. I know that's what the way they're going, but still it's well, just look, judgment. Judgment day's got tension among them anyway. Maybe this is part of the, the story to get shoved and go ahead and get started because they're about to break up anyway. I mean, JD McDonough gets yelled at by what Damian Priest every single week or so. And so, I think Priest is going to get kicked out. I think Priest is. I've read Ooh. like they think Priest is going to get kicked out, uh, right? Because Rhea was already saying like, "Hey, you let Dom lose on Saturday or whenever he lost his USA title. Obviously, got it back like two days later. Dom, Dom. But you it seems like Dom, there's, Dom speak. there's some. Yeah, you let dumb dumb loose, like you know, that's bad Australian. Yeah, Damian Priest is about ready to go babyface. They've been teasing. Yeah, he's, he is now. ready to go babyface. Look, they had the thing on Friday. Rich being, the eyeliner, you know what I mean? Being like, in, um, <laughs> being bloodlines, you know, locker room, the whole thing, the acknowledged stuff with Rhea. Rhea really is the leader of Judgment Day, like all uh -huh. that stuff. I could see her pull the trigger, get this guy out of there, just because you know he thinks he's better than everybody else. But I agree. Like, again, this goes back to what have I been saying since after WrestleMania? Put the damn Cody title Rose on Cody. The champ, yeah. Should have been the champ. Like, it just, again, you don't have your champion on TV since SummerSlam. Like, Cody's so over. The fans love him. You should have just had the title. And this, all this is solved. And the fact, and I love the fact in the press conference, he took a shot. At it and said, to, goes to Jay. He's like, "What inning are we in now?" Because this probably has no bearing on the effing story. Any inning they're in. Yeah, I don't think that they even know. I don't think they know. They don't know because they messed up, and they know they messed up. You should have pulled the trigger. Yeah, 39. I think Vince messed up. I think yeah, it was Vince on definitely Vince messed up for sure. Guys, let's talk about the real news in wrestling. The thing that Jim actually has been mentioning on his Twitter there. CM Punk. CM Punk. He's Let's talk back. About He's back. What I tell you? I told you guys he'd be coming back. Figured a bigger time. But we don't know if he's officially back yet, right, Jim? It's not officially, it's not officially back, but he intends to go back to WWE. He's working out the problems that he had with the company. He's making, he's bending fences. And everybody, I live. Everybody who says, well, you know, if one guy I, I was reading, somebody said, oh, well, you know, so-and-so said, well, CM Punk tried to pull that crap here. Well, and then my counter is, well, he would never pull that crap there because 
people in the back at WWE wouldn't do what they did at AEW to get under his skin. So it would never right, have happened. There's a leader in, in charge, place. right? We've said that. We, we had that conversation yeah. a while back, right? There's a leader in charge in the WWE locker room. That stuff never happens. And they probably work it out before it even becomes a big is- issue. I think it's happening. I know WWE's like, well, you should do it at the Royal Rumble with a bigger pop. No. You do it in Chicago. You do it at Survivor Series. Why? Yeah. He's from Chicago. What, another reason. The fans were told he got fired from AEW at Chicago. You're going to United Center. You have to do it in Chicago. The reaction would be amazing. And you know what? You love him or hate him. I've said this. I've written about it. Love him or hate him. People are going to watch. It would be awesome. Here, fantasy booking scenario, right? Okay. Go back to when this whole thing with this bloodline crap started. And even go back to 2013 when he lost the title to The Rock and he shouldn't have lost the title to The Rock. Did we lose Jim or am I frozen? I'm here. Can you guys hear me? I can hear you. I hear you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So go back. Go back to, um, you know, when he fought the Rock, the Rumble, and all that stuff. Should never lost the title. Seeing that Rock didn't need the belt. Part two, okay? The, I know Cody should win, all this stuff. Have it come full circle and see him funky Roman Reigns. That's my fantasy booking because that would just be amazing. That's that's what I think. I think they should, they should say Roman Reigns is wrestling the Survivor Series against an unknown opponent. That will right. be named at Survivor Series. And then the music hits, CM Punk comes out, the whole building goes nuts, and he wins the title. And then drop maybe drops it to Cody at WrestleMania. Maybe that's <laughs> I would lo- that would be that would be the way to do it. For me, I would yeah. love to do that because it just it just goes full circle with everything with, with that whole thing. Because like I said, the rock should have never won. I hated it. I was like, there's no reason for Rock Cena 2 to have a title because Cena's just going to get his yeah. win back anyway. So it didn't make sense. Yeah. And you just have it come full circle with everything. But I, I look, he's good for wrestling, whether you like what he did or didn't like what he did. I think he'll be different there. And it's just, it would be fun to see him back in a company where, let's be honest, things were contentious. But I don't think Vince is going to be around as much anymore. Hunter's in charge. I think that it makes sense. Kind of storylines. I you read put today that endeavors. Oh, go ahead, Tanner. I mean, storyline wise, I mean, you could do a lot of things. Seth Rollins and, and CM Punk have a lot of history. Those two guys have been going back and forth on the mic. You got Roman Reigns there, Cody's there, KO, KO Seth, Sammy, like a bunch of guys that he's wrestled on at ROH when they were there. I mean, the fact that they continuously drop hints about him it just makes me real he's coming like Corey graves continues to use his quotes like again it's it he's coming back it's just not a matter of if it's when and when they announce it and how long they milk it and i think that's gonna be i know people won't like it but hey he he brings dollars okay he brings dollars he brings eyeballs it's about money yeah yeah. Yep. Hey, Jim. I was gonna. So two, two, two things. I did read today that Endeavor, they're fully back in Triple H as like the creative guy and this and that. And pretty much told Vince, Vince to kind of sit back, collect your fucking money, and shut up, uh, yep. and and let H run the show. Uh, so there's that. And then 
my my second question here, this is more of a question than just a fact, but uh, my question here is what moves the needle more? Is it CM Punk to and Jade Cargill to WWE or is it Adam Copeland and AEW? Which one's going to move the needle the most? How about both? How about both? Yeah. both. Because yeah. everybody, everybody's making money, right? Every, all companies are going to make money. People are going to tune into WWE. People are going to turn into AW. It's a win for everybody. I, I mean, look, you know, if you want to really break it down, like, okay, I'm going to be like Dave Meltzer. Oh, I'm going to break it down and, and add to the tribalism through media. Oh, well, you know, CM Punk is a bigger star than Adam Copeland. And he's going to – who gives a crap? The whole business wins. Because we're back into the back yeah. into the mid '90s, where we would have never thought, like in the mid 2000s, 2000s, we never had this again, right? We didn't have guys jumping ship. We really know which way they went. Like certain guys, okay. I mean, like in when TNA was really hot, oh, yo, Christian showed up, Kurt Angle's at Booker. It's like okay, but it, you knew it wasn't true competition. Now AEW's true competition, and we're back to like, yo, this guy's a free agent he's he gonna jump ship it's so so we're really back to that and i hope people aren't taking for granted that we're in such a great time for professional wrestling and we have to enjoy it all and it's all there for us right so you want okay so everybody's like okay yeah well tuesday night's coming up what are you gonna watch more f that i'm watching both why would i not watch yeah. both it's a great like it's i did it i watch every wednesday i watch both for till they, they move it, it, it's a win it, for it, everybody it is weird that, you know, I've never seen, it's weird, like, how there is a tribalism, like, man, there's just so, and it's like, man, like, it, it, it's like they forget how it was, it used to be, like you said, Jim, this has been 20 years, it's been 20 years since we've had really two good promotions that can go head to head with each other, and you feel great about watching the product on both ends, and that brings me back to when I was a kid, right, like, you would have to watch Raw, or, you know, Nitro would end at something and then you'd switch it to Raw or flip-flop yeah. flip flop back and forth because you wanted to make sure you caught it all. Um, but now there's just like, oh, if you're AEW stand, you hate WWE or vice versa. Like, there's WWE stands that hate AEW. I don't get it. Like, it's wrestling. People just fucking enjoy it. Like, who cares? And it's, it's bad. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. They should just be grateful we got two great promotions. Uh, and I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Edge versus Christian. Uh, I can't wait yeah. to see what happens there and, and, and all that. It's gonna be good. Oh, I love it. I love it. I mean, it, this is great. Like I said, don't take it for granted because we're gonna look back with ten years and be like, holy crap! Like this this time in wrestling, did we really take it for granted? Like for me, growing up, like watching Attitude with with WCW night, like you wanted to flip over. Like you were like, okay, what's on this show? What's on that show? Go get a TV, throw it on. Like, see if I can get a second cable box to have, like, go run back and forth, put them side by side. Like, you wanted to watch both because you just enjoyed it. And for me, that's what it's all about. Like, just enjoy it. Don't take it for granted. Don't don't jump into the tribalism. Oh, WWE is better. AEW is better. Who cares, man? Everybody's making money. MJF said it. It's like the rest. If both companies are doing well, you don't want neither to go away because everybody's making money. And that's the whole point. And you want to enjoy it and you're entertaining the fans and, Look, AEW is different for some. Okay, great. WWE is different for some. Okay, that's fine. Go enjoy it. Impacts there. You got ROH. Like the fact of the matter is, is like I know everybody wants to say, yeah, like look for me, yeah, was it a lot of pay per views in a row for AEW? Sure, but you know what? 
they had 435,000 pay-per-view buys over three events. That's pretty damn good. Like for for a co- like that company for what they did, that's pretty damn good. So look, I hats off to what they're doing. Hats off to what WWE's doing. It's fun. It, it's it's making wrestling fun again, and that's what it's all about. And don't just get caught up in that. And I need to stop preaching about this, but I think people need to really like jump on the bandwagon about, about like let's just enjoy it because we're all winners on Tuesday night. Amen to that, Jim. Let's switch to some college football. You mentioned Notre Dame falling, uh, Texas loses, uh, Miami. Yeah. I mean, G- Jesus. I mean, we, me and Scott ripped Johnny uh, for the just kneel, kneel the fucking football. Oh, uh, their coach, their coach what came out today. Doing? I was reading statements. He said, I made a mistake. You, we, we should have nailed it. Well, no fucking dog. Oh, you're the only person in the whole world at that point in time that would think, hey, let's run the football instead of just kneeling it. Like, I mean, what are we doing here? So Miami loses a heartbreaker. Texas loses a heartbreaker. Uh, my Mizzou team, Mizzou kind of loses uh, a heartbreaker as well. Um, what to yeah, you? What, was the, worst, what was the worst loss uh, of the weekend? What? Oklahoma. Worst loss of the weekend. Oh, there it is. Would... Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> uh, worst loss of the weekend. I would probably put Miami up there as probably the worst loss of the weekend. I mean, you have Agreed. forty seconds on the play clock, thirty seconds left in the game. How do you not take a knee and end the game? The Georgia yeah. Tech, no timeouts. All you have to do is take a knee. The game's over, and you run a play and you lose the f- football. Like that is complete idiotic coaching. Mario Cristobal no should be fired for what he did because there is no reason for that. Like no reason for that. There, they would have been five and zero, one and zero in ACC play. You have a big game against North Carolina coming up. Like there was no reason to do. That that and i keep telling everybody as much as i like want miami to be good again they always make a blunder they always do something stupid and this team isn't back until they start winning and making smart decisions like you're up in the game i don't understand how you don't take a knee like that makes no sense for me um yeah uh, he probably did it in oregon he made stupid decisions in oregon that's why i didn't understand the hire in miami for Mario Cristobal because he's really not a good football coach. But that's another discussion for another day. Uh, Missouri, I I don't know what you're doing going forward on 4th and 32. Um, <laughs> look, punt the yeah. football. Well, it wasn't even that, Jim. It was the two plays prior. It's 3rd and 1. It's 3rd and 1. All you got to do is – we're in field goal range. They're in field goal right. range. All you got to do is fucking just get this first down, don't. Uh, false start. So then it's third and five or third and six. Then Cook fucking fumbles it and it goes back fucking 20 yards. And, yeah. and there it is. So it's just compound stupid mistake after stupid mistake. But still, mistake. fourth and 32, you shouldn't be going for it because your defense is playing well enough that you can change field positions and they yeah, held them anyway to get the ball back. Yeah, and then they still couldn't do shit. He threw an interception. Well, First of yeah. all, they're so deep in their their own zone that he throws the pick, the game's over. But at yeah. least if the ball's in the other end, maybe you get a decent return. You're at the 50 to start. And then you can at yeah. least have a little bit of a drive to get the win. I mean, look, give hats off to LSU for coming back in that one because if they Dick. don't win, that their season's over. Uh, Alabama, a nice win against Texas A&M. 
Look, Oklahoma gets the jump in in the rankings. Look, if if we may get a rematch again in Arlington, again, West Virginia doesn't play Texas, but West Virginia does play Oklahoma. So again, the Big Twelve is going to come down to a lot of things. Now you go to the ACC, Mm -hmm. Florida State, UNC, and and Louisville are going to be all undefeated. None of them play each other. So what happens if they're all undefeated in league play? Like that, that's gonna be something Tie- crazy to see. And tie then of course right? tiebreakers. But they don't play each other. So No. So it's like come down to what? If I uh was it score is it score score uh yeah point, point? four against yeah, something right? like that. So Louisville could be undefeated in league play and miss out, or so and so can miss out. And then there's the Pac twelve. And then there's the USC, who keeps dropping, by the way, and they win. So this is the first year I've noticed the, the Polars actually watch the games. Because in years past, I always say, well, this team's performance doesn't really require them to still be a top-five team. And this right. year, they're like, okay, well, USC, your defense sucks so much that we're going to keep oh, yes, dropping man. you. It is yeah. awful. You, you have, have to, to, right? At if least nobody, nobody plays defense, defense in the better. Pac-12. But at least yeah. North Carolina's defense is better than the ACC. Like they're actually putting defensive performances together. Dude, USC's defense is awful. They gave up 41 points to Arizona, and they were down 17 nothing in the game. Like, I, that's I bad. That. Yeah. What's going to yeah, happen yeah. next week if they beat Notre Dame and don't have a good defensive performance? How far do they drop? Oh my! And they've dropped what two weeks in a row now? Three weeks in a row. Three weeks in a row. Yeah, they should. They should. Jim is oh, is Texas's playoffs hope over? Or they got they got to win out and then beat Oklahoma? They have to win. They have to. I, think it's over. I mean, it's it's hanging by a thread. Let's just put it that yeah, way. They that, need to win like. out. They need to win out. And if they get a rematch of the Big Twelve title game, they got to win it. But I don't know I, if that's going to even just, be enough. They need some other guys to lose on top of that. On top well, of West Virginia, like I said, West Virginia's got to lose, and a couple other teams in league play have to lose too for them yeah. to actually have a shot at this thing. But again, I think everybody wants the rematch. My, my opinion, my opinion should have won that game. They should have won that game. Texas should have yesterday. My opinion is this: if Texas is to get in the playoff. It's because Oklahoma is undefeated. Oklahoma has to stay undefeated. Yeah, they have because to. they look because what for Texas' sake because what they do in the pollsters is they look at who you lost to, and if Oklahoma is undefeated, they'll say, "Hey, Texas lost to an undefeated team." So Oklahoma's yeah. got to keep winning for Texas' sake. And, They're not going to keep two te- teams in the same thing in the playoffs. Texas has to keep beating teams, like I said. Oklahoma yeah. has still has West Virginia on their schedule, so they have. And they need Alabama. They need Alabama to continue winning, right? Because if Alabama goes continues to win and looks well, they they like well that, they lost to Texas. Win, well, again, that's the that's the thing. Like that's the big, that's the big signature thing for Texas. Win, right? is they they have the yeah. big signature win, especially if Alabama gets the SEC title game. Yeah, in, in Texas, at, at yes. Jim, is there more than a handful of teams that you think could win the national championship? Yeah, I mean, look, okay. easily. <laughs> easily. I mean, well, it's. I mean, you think about you go to the Pac-12 alone. Oregon and Wisconsin to me are the two best teams out of that conference. 
like and somehow say somehow USC's defense turns it around. They have a shot because of their offense. Right. And then yep. you go to the Big Ten, you have Ohio State, Michigan, right? Those two teams are gonna to me, I think Michigan's the best state uh, team in the country right now. I don't really care what Georgia Georgia beat up on Kentucky. Kentucky played nobody to get the five and up. Kentucky okay, always but, gets beat up by yeah. Georgia. So Georgia, okay, is still number one because every Michigan's the most complete team in the nation right now. Yeah. Like yeah, it, yeah. top to bottom, the most complete team. Um, yeah. If they don't win this year, then I don't know what's going to happen to Jim Harbaugh, Michigan. I really don't know. Um, Florida State, eh, they, they, they have yeah. moments. Jim Harbaugh could be coaching moments. in the Commanders next year. Oklahoma, yeah. Oklahoma's giving me more belief that they have a chance at this thing. Again, mm-hmm. you have Florida State, UNC, maybe North Carolina get there. I mean, outside of like maybe the what top the fuck 10. What are we doing? Like, well, again, I mean, what kind of there? fucking play call are we doing here? <laughs> you know, to the NFL could happen. You never know. Um, but then you you think about it, right? And is Bama out of this thing? Like some, you know, you never count out Nick Saban, right? So right. there's a, definitely a handful of teams that come in this thing this year. I, I have no confidence in Harbaugh in the football playoff. I think he, I just have no confidence in him in a big spot that he's going to win. Based oh, I don't think on what he's going to win in a big spot, absolutely not. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, I, I think it's Georgia is the is my pick. Like, are, are we, we are go. we still not putting Penn State into any chance of this? No, nah, I still got to play Ohio State and Michigan. So, so we got if they win out, then they have to be the favorites, then, right? Penn State. If Penn State wins yeah. out and wins the Big Ten title game, they're in the playoff. I'm not saying they're beating anybody. It depends on who they match up with. But they still got to play Ohio State, and they still got to play Michigan. Back-to-back weeks, I think, isn't it? Uh, it No, 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 no. It's 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 a couple weeks in between. Okay. But the Michigan game and the Michigan game's two weeks before Michigan has to play Ohio State. Yeah, Jim, uh, we'll get you out of here. They have Ohio State at the end of the month, so and it's at Ohio State. So, hey, hey, Jim. Jim, uh, yeah. hold on. I just lost my screen here. Of course I did. By the way, shout out to the Jayhawks in, uh, in North Carolina for <laughs> basketball schools for dominating this weekend. Unexpected on that. So uh, I was pretty happy about that, that performance there. Uh, obviously, we can now look past the Syracuse-Florida State game. We'll look past Ohio State and Michigan and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, what is our best game this week? This weekend, uh, let's take a look at the schedule. What is Jayhawks, Oklahoma oh, State? Uh, could be a good one. Oregon, Oregon Washington. and Washington. There it is. The game Oregon of the Washington. week. There yeah, it is. The game yeah. of the week. And USC, Notre Dame, Miami, North Carolina. Yeah. Though Miami lost, but still should be an entertaining football game. And UCLA travels to Oregon State. That's Miami, North Carolina is playing. Yeah, that's. Yeah, uh, again, Miami yeah, lost, but it's still, but still, but yeah. they, uh, it still, it still matters because Miami can get back in the ACC and knock North Carolina out of the title picture potentially. Yeah, very well, good. Yeah, yeah, like they did uh, in the the basketball season. <laughs> yeah, Oregon Washington is a three thirty Eastern game, and that's going to be a fun game. That's going to be a fun game. Yeah, that's yeah. gonna be a fun game. Louisville goes to Pitt. I mean, you never know what happens there. You just don't know. Um, Missouri right. travels to Kentucky. 
I'm interested to see how Missouri bounced back after that loss. We got some good, decent games here. I'm, I'm pretty happy about it, actually. Yeah. Iowa Wisconsin battle coming out. That's going to be fun. And I believe the rankings come out either not this week, but I think one more week, and then we get the official. Where's this AJ Dillon been at all season, folks? <laughs> I don't know. Where's he been? I think he's been it, it's not AJ Dillon. It's fucking lined up. That's what he was doing. About it's fucking not AJ time. Dillon. Hey, Nick, it's not AJ Dillon. It's the team they're playing this week. Okay. Well, the I don't Raiders give a shit, team. Scott. He, he, there, he showed up today somehow, some way. Uh, Jim, we'll get you out of here on this. Hockey kicks off tomorrow night. Yes. Uh, Connor Bedark and me and Connor. But Connor Bedark versus and, uh, Lightning, baby. You know, me and Tony Blackhawks. Is, that's what I fucking said. Connor Bedark. Bedard. Um, Bless you. We'll get his name right, okay? I'm going to be a Blackhawks fan for the rest of my life. Connor Bedard is going to lead the Stanley Cup this year. Um, Good no old rebuild. But Jim, if we were going to place a bet, oh my God, he about fucking missed it. Um, if, if, if we were going to place a bet on the two teams to to hoist the Stanley Cup, which was at uh, Vegas today uh, at the game tonight. Um, what two teams are we putting all our money on? Vegas. Wait, yep, Scott and Vegas. I, we talked about this last week. Vegas we yeah, we, we were all about it last week, but you know, we somebody was missing in, in this uh, in this room. I He's was, missing I was, tonight, so to speak. <laughs> <laughs> this is why it's Monday Night Maniacs. I'll take Vegas. Yeah. I'll definitely put money on Vegas. Um, the other team, man, I, do I really trust any of these other teams? Um, but if you had to place a bet at, for fun, I'd say Jersey just because. Just because. Just All for right. fun. The Golden Knights are repeating champs hey, is what you're saying. Hey, We're putting the we, farm on the Knights. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. If I was to throw down a bet, am I looking at on one of these three games? Am I looking oh, at man. over on goals? Am I looking at the goal oh, always line? Over on, always over on goals. Always, always over on goals on week one? Always. Well, always. Especially always. like Seattle and Vegas have to be a pretty high-scoring one, right? Let's that go Kraken, like baby. That, that feels that, like it could be a high-scoring affair. Yes, it was. I think Blackhawks and, and, and Penguins are going to be high. I think all three games could go high, to be honest. Yeah, maybe that's like, Buffalo. I feel like it was Buffalo. I have more confidence betting the Vegas Seattle game tomorrow. You know why? I think I think I think I think I'd rather bet the Vegas Seattle game because like you don't know what you're gonna get from Nashville and, and Tampa and Pittsburgh yeah, right? uh, and Chicago is gonna be fun, but um, you know, I, I, we'll see I'm what going happens tomorrow morning. I'm betting and I'm going over on the goals. I think it's going to be like over six right now for uh, the Kraken and Golden Knights game. So it's going over. It's going over. Oh yeah, I think I think you go over six in that game. Yeah, Vegas alone. I can't remember my second team that I picked. Was it the Kraken or was it Buffalo? I can't remember which team. The the Blackhawks are out west or the east. Blackhawks are out west. So it can't be Seattle, right? Because I was like, I got to have one in each conference. So I think it was the Sabres. I'm yeah, but you said Sabres. you didn't want to do Sabres. You said you want to go Seattle. Yeah. You said you want to Seattle. I can't, but they're the same, they're the same conference as the Blackhawks. You're the one picking your team. It's not us. Yeah, exactly. 
And speaking, hey, wait a minute. How do we overlook the biggest news of the day in the National Hockey League today? Because, uh, well, Jim, it's this thing called football on. That's how I fucking miss it. That's how. That's how. Well, I'm just saying. <laughs> wait a minute. Rasmus Dahlin signed an eight-year, $88 million extension, and the two guys that we thought in Winnipeg were going to get traded signed seven-year identical $59.5 million contracts, 8.5 AV, which nobody saw coming. Like, literally nobody saw coming. I, like, Hello Book had one foot out the door. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure if I want to stay. I want to chase a cop. I don't really want to sign here long term. I'm really interested to see what these guys have to say tomorrow in their press conference because something had to have changed, especially for Hello Book, because he was out the door, but the asking price, especially for Hellebuck, was really high. Shifley, it was high, too, because they want to retool on the fly, not rebuild. But I'm going to be interested to hear what the general manager and the players have to say tomorrow about this. Because I know Winnipeg yeah. just does, is either a playoff team this year or they miss by just a little bit. They're still in the murky middle, as I like to say. Is that, is that going to put them in a, a cap situation, possibly, down the road here in the next year or two? No, because if the cap is supposed to go up, like it, the projections are saying, the cap will go up four to five million. Again, believe it when you see it. Gary talked last week about, uh, well, early, early indications, and these are very, very he, he, very he stressed it like multiple times. Preliminary estimates that it's going to go up four to five million. It shouldn't put them in cap purgatory because they're very reasonable contracts. Eight point five million, not bad. Even if it only goes up a couple of million, that's not that terrible. It's not uh, Buffalo's contract is pretty good too, but Winnipeg should be fine to make other moves. Uh, same with Buffalo. What's surprising is that Ottawa is in cap purgatory because of the stuff that they did. They don't even still have Shane Pinto uh, signed, and they should have done it in the first place before they made all their other moves, and then worry about the cap like you know, Toronto did where they basically told Matt Murray, you, you're going to wait to get your surgery so we can put you on LTIR and Jake Muzzin, we're going to pay you to become a scout because you can't play anymore. So that solved that kind of problem <laughs> in Toronto. Then obviously Anaheim, what they did, it was crazy to wait so long with Zegris and um, Drysdale to get those deals done. Uh, just very, very strange in my opinion, especially Drysdale when they needed to get him into camp. Zegris, he wanted his money. But Drysdale missed last season with a torn labrum. He needed to be in camp as a defenseman. He needed to be in camp early. Jim, uh, we need your Thursday night pick before you get out of here. It's uh, is it is it another Bron shitty game? The Casey Broncos Denver. versus the Chiefs. Um, the Chiefs are ten and a half favorites. Who do you like here? It is Kelsey pretty, playing. Pretty crap. Kelsey's playing. I think. Today, Maybe I expect him to play Thursday. I think the Chiefs should win minus 10 and a half. The Broncos might be the worst team outside of Scott's Patriots. I, I don't know. You don't know You don't know what Chiefs team's going to show up, though. That's the problem. Right. Chiefs don't cover either. You don't know what no, offense is going to be there. You don't know. Did they uh, cover last they, week in Minnesota? No, they didn't, right? No, they didn't. They didn't cover. Uh, three and well, a half. Wait, they, yeah. Three and a half. Was it a backdoor or was it a backdoor cover? No, they, I mean, was, they covered. They covered. They, they covered. covered, right? Yeah, yeah they were. Uh, oh, okay. They won by seven. So, yeah, they covered. I, I, I would bet every tackle will be again. I, I think I would rather go over in the game than betting the fucking line. But 
Oh well. It's not what we did here, James. We bet the Chiefs we bet the spread. Chiefs ten and a half. Screw it. Dealt with it. <laughs> All right, Jim. You're a savant, brother. I know you're gonna be uh, sitting. What are you watching tomorrow? Are you watching? Re- How many TVs are you gonna have on tomorrow, Jim? Are you watching both <laughs> Dynamite and uh, NXT and uh, hockey opening? What the f- like? How are you gonna handle all that tomorrow? I don't like. How Nick, many TVs only, are you gonna have? On? Nick, the only Wait. game to watch tomorrow in the NHL is Vegas Seattle. That's no, the- I'm gonna watch the Bedard. I'm gonna watch Bedard. So I'll probably have my TV on and a couple of tablets going as well to just watch wrestling on. I may throw the I may throw the wrestling on the TV at eight because I could I have the app so I can throw the hockey on the app on on my tablet so I can do that. Um, so there's gonna be it's definitely a multi-screen night. Um, the, the sad part is I'm more interested in wrestling than opening night hockey because. It's gonna be an awesome. It's just gonna be yeah. an awesome night. Well, that's Adam because Cole hockey doesn't get over, Jim. You don't really probably have to start paying attention to it till uh, New Year's Day, I right? Mean, uh, you know, I mean, I yeah. well, for me, I actually have to pay attention to it. Yeah. Okay, for us when stooges, start, you don't have to. You stooges don't have to wait. You guys can wait till January first to start paying attention if you want. All right, fair enough, Jim. That's why we bring you on every Monday to give us updates on uh, the hockey world. So uh, go Blackhawks tomorrow, Jim. I uh, hope you have fun time uh, with all 30 of your screens going on with the wrestling and the hockey, brother. Have a good Thanks. day, brother. We appreciate it. Have a great week. We miss you, brother. See you. Hey, miss you guys. Always a pleasure to be here. Monday Night Maniacs. Anything's possible. Love being here. Started since day one. And remember, whose game is it? This is for Sam. L.A. Night. Yeah, it's my game as well. Everybody says. Everybody says L.A. Night. Guys, have a good night. Enjoy it. it. See you again next week. See you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Tanner, does his use of monitors make you jealous to watch that much stuff? If I want it. If I want it. Let me get in. I'll post up over here and I'll have two monitors on the left with two different stuff, two monitors on the right oh. with two different stuff, and still have my main screen going. I ain't, oh. I ain't jealous. Woo. Was that a horse oh, calling? Yeah, yeah, horse calling. Let, let me get to the ad. Let me get to the ad read. Before you get to the ad read, me, Sam, and you should get off the screen so Jonathan and Nick can have the, the shouting match for oh, five minutes. Man. Oh, man. This is about to be a bloodbath. Listen, hold on. Listen, I'm, a hold on. Man. I'm a married man. With and then we can go to the bloodbath. This is the only excitement I'm going to get. Okay. This is it. This is it for me. Well, I see he's in the screen. He don't got his damn Packer shirt on. That's for sure. Oh, uh, you better fucking go get it right now. Don't you worry. So, uh, you know, he does it with him. <laughs> all right. Let me, uh, let me, and he's got a cigar for some reason, and we'll get to some of that here in a minute, too. Uh, when our community wins with us, we want to ensure you've maximized your return on investment. Line shopping for best odds matter, and that is why any profitable sports better needs to be using multiple sports books. Thankfully, there has never been a better time to get signed up, and we're here to connect you with the best promotions industry wide. Using our link, signupexpert.com backslash let's talk. You can get access to all sports 
books in your region along with a review of each platform and its unique features. Most Ooh. importantly, the page automatically connects you to the top promotions at each bank or each book, allowing you to start line shopping with an enhanced bankroll. Connections. If you want to take advantage of these benefits and support our brand, please consider take signing up for your next sports book at signupexpert.com slash let's talk. All right, let's bring in our guest. Uh, he is, he's feeling himself. His Saints kicked the shit out of Scott's Pats last night. Uh, the Braves come back to win tonight to even up the series. I know he was shitting himself all the way up to about the seventh inning. He was nervous. Probably that scared that the Braves were going to blow it uh, more than a girl named, named Debbie went to Dallas. Uh, honorary Ooh. Packer fan uh, for two weeks as well. Uh, Number one, and he's got some big news. I hope he can break it today, tonight. Give it up for none other than Jonathan Grisham, baby. Jonathan, what's up, dude? How's it going, guys? Glad to see you, buddy. Oh, he's got his scotch. Got the scotch, got the cigar, yes. You don't have the shirt on, though. I got. Well, first off, so I have the shirt. I'll put the shirt on. But somebody wasn't here last week for the first week of the two of the two week bet. I admit, I admit, yeah, last week counts. Last week counts. There was witnesses, so I'm not there saying last witnesses. week didn't count. I was and there, and I have the shirt. I'll put it on here in a second. But I got to rep my Braves with the comeback and making it a series. You know, and and yes, I was I was sweating uh, more than a whore in church during that game. But I mean, again, the sleeping giant awoke. The long ball uh, uh, came back, and you know, hey, Braves showed they flexed their muscles and made it a series. So I'm, I got the cigar, I got the scotch. I'm celebrating one win. We got two more to go before we advance. Man, Scott, that wasn't very dramatic for me, man. I, I don't know about you. I didn't fulfill anything. I was empty. <laughs> I was waiting. I was waiting. I don't need, I a, I don't need a cigarette. Hey, it's not the first time, yeah, uh, John was disappointed. Somebody, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> We go put the. I was hoping for excuses, though. That's what I was. I, I didn't. I, hey, Jonathan, I, I don't have no excuses. I was. I was tired last weekend. I. Uh, I went out to dinner with a buddy of mine. Uh, I went back, smoked a fatty, and then I passed the fuck out. And uh, so that that was that. Oh my god, they're being cordial. This is stupid. What? Why do we even watch this anymore? God. That's that that, and then I passed out. I was. I, I was like, hey, I'm not making it. I'm way too tired. I passed the fuck out. Now I was going. Now I was going to say for for Sam's, you know, for for Sam in this point, I was hoping for a little bit more. Like, hey, yeah. you you were you, know, you were coming, you were going to be on the show. You you know, you had to go rescue a baby in a tree. You know, you know a, a, a cat that was uh, in a burning building. Something happened, but you were tired. Uh, hey man, your, you know, I, every yeah. what was the, the blue Jonathan, I was too and too tired. It happens to the best I mean, of us. Everyone. So, so Jonathan. You know, uh, Nick's transgressions aside, first of all, congratulations <laughs> on your Braves. Second of all, congratulations to your Saints for, for absolutely destroying. And hopefully, congratulations to the, the next quarter on your Packers winning. You lifeless know I mean? corpse of the, of the Patriots. <laughs> There's the it. There it is. My my uh, my congratulations to you on your Saints yesterday. They. they I yeah, I mean that was, uh, you know, I, I was nervous. We've talked about it before. I said last week yeah. we don't like playing yeah. in New England for some reason, but uh, that Saints defense. This, I mean, again, it started. It set the tone. They set the it's tone, totally and, I, and I know and we can. And you'll say this, and everybody will say this: the pack, the Patriots' offense is not a juggernaut. 
You know, no. they're 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 no. looking to to you know you know boot Mac Jones out of out of Massachusetts altogether. But the yes. defense has to step up, and, and the Saints have to play off their defense, and that's the biggest yeah. thing for for the offensive side of the ball. We're not expecting Derek Carr. And I say this with Allen on the Wednesday show in the NFC South. We're not expecting Derek Carr to go and throw 300 plus yards and throw for two to three touchdowns. We don't need him to do that. Essentially, right. we need Derek Carr to do what Brock Purdy's doing in San Francisco. Let your defense, you know, maintain control of the game. You you pick up, you pick your moments to attack. You score points, get 20 plus, get 20 points. And we're able to go and win a ball game from there. And that's essentially what this defense is going to do. It's going to carry them throughout. As long as the offense can be efficient. And the offense was efficient. Again, getting Kamara, you know, getting him in game shape is going to help more so. Then being able to to rely on Mike Thomas, being able to rely on Chris Olave, be able to rely on Rashid Shaheed, and be able to utilize the weapons you have. That's all Derek Carr has to do. Don't make mistakes. Pick, Pick your moments to attack. And keep your defense in the game where they can make a play or two and be able to win a ball game from there. I agree. Agree. Hundred percent. Jonathan, let's get into some baseball talk. The Braves did come back and win. Uh, they were on, you know, upset alert. But who should be worried more now? The Orioles. Are, and I was going to add your Braves in the head. They lost tonight, but the Orioles are the Dodgers. Uh, who should be worried more? And maybe your Braves should be worried still. I mean, it's 1-1. They got to go to Philly and, and win at least, you know, one of those games on the road. Yeah, I mean, I'll say this. Th- thankfully, the Braves did win because I had a big rant going or ready or ready to go as far as just how <laughs> the offense has gone uh, and, and what they've been doing. And I'm sitting back and, and my girl and I are watching the game and I'm sitting here just like I'm, I'm dissecting on what it should Ooh. be doing, what we as a team should be doing. So, <sighs> I can let it go for at least one more day and, and, and enjoy the win. But right now, from what I'm seeing uh, so far, if I'm the L.A. Dodgers, I am very, very nervous because, again, you're yeah. facing Zach Gallon, Cy Young candidate, and you are being completely outmatched. What the problem, too, is you don't have pitching. You don't have pitching. Tony Gosselin is not coming through that door. Walker Buehler is not coming that through that door. Julio Urias is not even allowed in the door. So, I mean, like, you, you, you're you relying on a young, a talented pitcher. I'm not going to say anything about, about about Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller is very talented, but he's a rookie. This is brand-new world for him that he's having to essentially take the spot of Bueller or Gonsolin who have postseason experience and not just experience but but success in the postseason. And he's having to he's having to win a must-win game for the Dodgers, and right now that's not that's not the case. And with Zach Gallon pitching as well as he is right now, this is a very big problem for the Dodgers, where the offense is kind of what the Braves' offense was doing just a little bit ago, not even existent. So this is a problem. I would be nervous if I'm the Dodgers. I think the Orioles, who are already down 0-2, I think they're going to be in a situation that it's it's do or die for them. I just don't. I I I, I think at some point you have to say if you're down 0-2, you're you're in a big hole. But I'm going to go with the Dodgers right now from what I'm seeing. The Dodgers are the team. If it's the Orioles, are going to get eliminated first because they're going to play tomorrow and game three is tomorrow. But for a surprise, I'm looking at the Dodgers because we've said the Rangers were the better matchup you know, against Baltimore. They had the, they had the advantage because of the offensive power they have. Yeah. And the pitching can be good. They can match the pitching of the Orioles. I don't think anybody really expected the Dodgers as much as we've as, we, as Scott and I have ridiculed the Dodgers all season. I don't think we expected the Dodgers to lose or really be outplayed by the Diamondbacks mm-hmm. in the 
series as well. So I would put the Dodgers as the surprise right now, and and I would be nervous as I'm a, if I'm a Dodgers fan. It, speaking of the Orioles, so like, is it just like you know they long longevity wise, like a long season, they can do this where they don't have to have like you know this power offense, but when it gets you know to the postseason where they don't have that guy that can kind of carry them or that ace that can go out and just, you know, pitch lights out. It's like, is that going to cost them when it comes to the postseason? Like they can be this great regular season team uh, because that plays out through, you know, four or five months. But when everything's shortened in that postseason and you need a guy uh, and they don't have that guy in their lineup or that guy uh, on the mound, it don't seem like. For right now. For right and I, and yes, that is the that is the case for the Orioles of the 2023 Baltimore Orioles. If they so let's let's play hypothetical. Let's say they, they get swept to, uh, tomorrow. The Rangers sweep them. They have the experience. They have at least postseason experience, even though it's not a good experience. It's a young team, very young team. They're going to get younger with Jackson Holiday going to play in the big leagues next year. You have a couple other guys who are in the big leagues going to be coming in next year as well. You you have experience now. Regardless of it's good experience or not, fast forward, go go rewind back to 2018 for the Braves, who were in this position when you had Acuna and Ozzy Albies and Dansby Swanson, who are still all young guys coming into the system through through the system, and they they lost to the Dodgers in 2018 in a heartbreaking series, but they had they lost to it in the NLDS. That was experience, and it and it helped them grow. Mm-hmm. 2019, they you know be able to, or I'm sorry, 2018, 2019 was when we lost to the Dodgers. 2018 was. Uh, the Cardinals series, I believe it was, but 2018 and 2019, you you lose in heartbreaking fashion in the in the postseason. 2020, COVID year, you get it, but you and you got to the NLCS at that point. You grew to the NLCS in 2020, and that led you to the 2021 World Series. You you progress with experience. This Baltimore Orioles team, as young as they are right now, they're going to get younger. They're going to continue to get better, and that's the scary part for that. This we're seeing Baltimore, which is what they what the Braves were in 2018 and 2019. So if you watch that progression of what the Braves have done over the last four, five, six years, Baltimore's in the same trajectory. Do they need a guy kind of like what the Braves have in Max Freed, who has been a steady ace over the last few years? Yes, they do. Is Jack Flaherty going to be that? Possibly. Possibly. I just don't know I, 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 You know how long is that going to last for them. But they need, they need a homegrown guy. Maybe they have one of the minors that's going to be there in a couple of years. But they they do need it. They do need a guy, no, or not a guy. They need the guy in the uh, in, at the ace. If they can get that, this team's going to be pretty scary for years to come. But this is it, it. They just had a bad matchup with the Rangers. That was the right team. That was the wrong team at the right uh, at the wrong time for that Orioles team to face. And and they're, you're seeing it right now. But they're going to grow. They're, this Orioles team is going to be very scary over the next few years. That's I true. talked about this on I think we we talked about this a little bit on Thursday. I thought I thought baseball missed an opportunity. They there was no games Friday night and I said that's the game that's the day they need to be playing. Uh they need to be playing Tuesday, Wednesday, even some on Thursday and Friday like you're getting it mixed in with Saturdays and Sundays with football and college football and and football's king. You know, it really is. TV wise, you know, fan engagement wise, like football's king. Like they missed an opportunity to me to start the series on Friday when they would have been so so coverage. Do, do you agree with that? So much coverage. 
Yeah, I, I don't understand, and I've been I've been looking at it more and more over the last couple of days. I don't understand the thought process of what Major League Baseball is trying to do, and especially a, a, a day off between game in the NL in the NL side at least a day off between game one and two, and then you play game you play game two, and then you have another day off a travel day, which is typical. You'll have that right. in the season, but why have a day off between game one and game two? That throws that throws any kind of rhythm that either one of these teams are going to have all, uh, completely. It made no sense. I agree. Start. You didn't need. I mean, well, did they expect? I, I, I guess did they expect to have a you know four sweeps? I think they the game. You know, if necessary, for a lot of those games, uh, those that wild card round yeah. was supposed to be game three on Thursday, if necessary. Which not a single one of them went to fucking three games. So right, that's what I'm saying. I don't think they expected four sweeps in the wild card. Correct. You know, wild card round. So that's why they pushed it to have that start series start on 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 Saturday. No matter how you you go about it you're going to end up competing with the NFL. There's just no way of avoiding it. Whether it's whether it's on a Monday night, which you know where we have tonight, we have the NLDS going on tonight, you're going to compete with it or you're going to have games compete on Sunday, which we had the American League DS go on. So you can't avoid the NFL no matter what you're doing. And the and you know that's what the NFL wants. They want they wanted this. That's why they have Thursday football. They have uh, Sunday football. They have Monday. And then later in the year, which they're, they're them in the NBA, they're going to have Saturday football as well. So you can't avoid the NFL. Yeah. They, they yeah, the NFL. I mean, like I said, it's they got games. Oh. The NBA used to be on Christmas, right? All That was NBA's day. The NFL said, fuck that. We're taking it. Correct. You know, Black <laughs> Friday. Oh, shit. Everybody sitting at home on Black fucking Friday? Get your asses <laughs> home. Quit shopping. All the men. Hey, guess what? There's NFL on fucking Black Friday. Like, the NFL is going to hog it all and try to take it all anytime they can get it. So, so trying to be cute with the schedule makes no sense in doing it the way they did. And, and again, like I said, and I won't make it as an excuse, but I'm sitting here thinking, man, if I'm if I'm one of these teams, if I'm a manager, if I'm a coach on one of these teams, I'm sitting here thinking, there's 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 no way for us to get into a rhythm. And why the only why is the the NL side having the day off and the American League didn't have to have that issue? Yeah. Yeah, it makes no sense on how they structured the National League side. It made no sense to do it. I didn't understand that either. Why they had the day break in between? I, I, I know usually typically right, it's NL one day, AL on the other side. So maybe that they're like, shit, we started them at the same time. We need to get get somebody needs to go off schedule, so we're not having all four games on at the same time. At the same time, if you if you have all four go on Sunday, you are competing with the noon kickoff of the NFL all the way through Sunday night football. Yeah, and, and they, didn't, they, they didn't want to do that. But as you said, okay, so why not have the series start on Friday? Why not? That's what I said. In, in essence yeah. of it, start the wild card game ones on Monday, which again, yes, the season ends on Sunday. You get everything figured out. You have to have a travel day. I get it. I, I understand you need to travel so there's no unfair advantage, you know, more so than the home field side is going to get. But you've got to structure the schedule a little bit better. Find a way to make it work to where you don't have this crap off day that just absolutely throws everything for a loop for one side of the bracket versus American League continues doing like this, like it's, you know, it, it's the same old, same old type of schedule. It just makes no sense on what they try to do. And if I'm one of the managers of the, if I'm the manager of the Braves and Phillies, Dodgers and Diamondbacks, I'm sitting there scratching my head like, why did you, why did we draw the straws on this? It makes no, you know, it, it throws every like, in a lot of arguments again uh, for it is well, you can use your bullpen on game one, have that off day, and you can use your bullpen again on uh, in game two. Great, but that still means I have to overwork those guys a little bit more because now they're pitching. If let's just say 
let, let's just say, you know, Phillies, who had a bullpen game, game one, had the, and they did it because they know they had the off day. But let's just say Zach Wheeler didn't pitch well. Now you have to pitch your bullpen again fully in game uh, in game two, which guys like Alvarado pitched again in game two. It you did. have the off day, so you're going to be able to utilize that, but you're going to use them in three straight games, which they probably will. But that's a lot of innings already. That's a lot of work on that arm in the NLDS. If they advance, how is Alvarado going to pitch in the NLCS, possibly even the World Series, after so many work, so much work in such a short amount of time? It's it's very it's very challenging to be able to structure work around a schedule that that you're not accustomed to, and and be able to still succeed in that process. I'm pretty sure we talked about this last year with Nick and myself and you, and and we talked yeah. about. Just the fact that they have that day break, the fact the way they have to manage these kind of roster rosters in the games they have, and how much of it, how much it shouldn't be this way, you know that, that we complained about it last year. I know we did. I know we talked about this because it's the same thing we're like talking we about. Too, yeah. So, and yeah, this is where this is where you have that extra that seventh team. You know, you have seven teams in, uh, or uh, six. I think it's the six teams now, uh, still. So you have six, six teams, teams right now. Yeah. All right. So why, why should, I'm trying to sit here and think like structure the go back, go back to where it's the one wild card. The two teams play the one game and just fucking that. I love that scenario. Uh, I mean, it there, pops was, up. there was so much complaints about one game being a deciding factor. People, the, the media, yeah. it, it was such a, the media love talking about it, but the media itself hated it. And that's what caused, and that's what caused Major League Baseball to say, "Well, you know what? We can actually get a little bit more money out of it. We add another team into the uh, to the wild card and give a couple, buy, give two teams a buy, and be able to go from there and, and structure it as a three game series. But you're 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 stretching things out too much, I think. Where yeah, you're yeah. You know, you at three games, and then you're trying to figure out, you're, you're sitting there trying to figure out how do we compete with the NFL without competing with the NFL. And again, like I said, you you can't you're gonna you can't avoid the NFL and what you're trying to schedule as." Because it's there. The NFL is going to be right there with it. So you either just face it head on and try to get the best ratings, which you can get, which I'm sorry, you're going to get good ratings right now. These are good games that you're getting. Besides the Dodgers and Diamondbacks, which was a blowout, you had a good game against Braves and Phillies in game one. Even you know Braves didn't show up, but it was still a pretty intense game. Then you had tonight. You had the, uh, the Rangers-Orioles game that was – intense and close even game two was intense and close you had good series going right now so are you going to get the top level of your ratings probably not but you'll still put good numbers up and that's what you want as a as a a sport for tv wise is good rating numbers you're not going to get the great because that's what the nfl gets the nfl gets great ratings no matter what but if you if you get ratings that are comparable to what the nba gets I would take that if I'm Major League Baseball. Stop trying mm-hmm. to play. Stop trying to be cute with the schedule and just say, you know what? We'll, our post it's postseason play. We will get fans to come watch. Is anybody? I mean, and I know you do, Nick. Is anybody really intrigued on the Packers and Raiders? Anybody intrigued by that 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 game on Monday Night Football? Oh, or are you outside of sports betting, sports betting is what draws us in, right? Fantasy yeah. and sports betting. Those are the two fantasy genres yeah. that. Are interested in this tonight? But Call I, me a purist, but I actually just like football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But for fantasy purposes, I have the app on the NFL. I can watch and get my updates uh, on that for uh, for for fantasy football purposes. And still watch watch posts. I, I will say this: like, I, if if the Packers weren't my team, I would I would I'm not saying I would probably like 
start the game. Base. I would flip back and forth. Uh, I was flipping back and forth even between the pregame and the watching the Braves game. Uh, you know, I'm a I'm a, just a multiple guy like that. I probably flip between back and forth. Uh, and then one when one game gets a little tighter, I, I'll I'll key in on it, right? Like because you you know what I mean. So uh, that's just kind of how I I watch it. But I I think the majority of the United States would rather you say Packers Raiders. They're going to watch Packers Raiders than they would watch, you know, a uh, baseball just you know right. uh, game two of a fucking game like that. The ratings say so. Yeah, agree. And, well, and I'll be intrigued. I'll be intrigued in a couple of days when when the ratings come out for game two, comparable to uh, for the Braves. Let's just Braves Phillies. How close? Because again, the, yes, Monday Night Football is going to get a bigger rating. I, I'm not sitting here saying that that. Game two of Braves Phillies and the NLDS is going to get a rating comparable to the NFL. But how close? I want to see. I would like to see here in a few days or in a couple of days when that ratings come out for the game two, just how close it is for you. And if you're Major League Baseball and you say, hey, our game two, yes, postseason play should get a boost in ratings. How close did we get to Monday Night Football? Oh, if you're comparable, right. if, you're, if you're not too far off on it, that tells you, you know what? We got people watching us. We're, we yeah. can. We can not go. It's not not go head to head, but we're not going to get killed in the ratings in that process too. So why not? Why why not just say, hey, yeah, we're going to schedule our games. Screw the NFL. We'll do what we can. And by by time, who knows? In two years, three years, maybe that rating gap kind of closes more. Uh, as the, as come on, where's the PI was grabbing his fucking jersey. <laughs> Jonathan, you're supposed to be yelling with him. Sorry, you know, the yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah, Jonathan, our Packers are playing. Our Packers are playing and you're over here playing, bitching about yeah, ratings I, in baseball. I got an alcohol bath waiting for me when this is over. I can take this. <laughs> I, still, I still got the damn I still got the damn tag when I bought this still on the on it. I got the receipt it's going, off, so it's it's going morning, back to the store tomorrow. Tomorrow morning I'm returning this shirt. But I gotta ask you. Gotta, to me? What size what size you wear? I'm a two X guy. I'm a two X. So if you're oh, a two X XL. No, uh, hey, you know, so little guys, you know what I mean? Just a little guy. Uh, well, all right, let's get back to it. We talked about the, <laughs> we talked about the ratings gap possibly closing, which could be a thing. I, I mean, just think about it, though. Like we, we've we talked about this last year too. Like, what if they shorten the season and start this thing in September sometime instead of October going into November? Right. Just thinking what the, I mean, it could be a difference. It's also the start of the season, which might hurt a little bit at first. Uh, you know, maybe maybe you have the wild card stuff during that first of the season, but you're still able to draw your attention because baseball is still now coming off of that high because it's the only sport on. The the problem is, and we've seen this with the NFL, is no owner wants to make less games because that means less money. So they're there, and you can't yeah. push the season. You can't push Major League yeah. Baseball season earlier in March because cities like Minnesota and Cleveland, uh, Cincinnati, Colorado, you know, the New York, the weather's awful in, in March. So you can't, yeah. you can't go earlier in the year. And, and the owners are not going to want to say, they're not going to want to go to 155 or 152, 152 games. They're not going to want to lose 10 games off their, uh, of their schedule because that just means less money, even though they know more money in a postseason. Is going to happen because, as you said, if you if you can if you can get the season going or the postseason going a little bit sooner, you know, in, like in the latter part of September, where the NFL is just getting their feet wet, you can get more people to attend. You can get more eyeballs. Yeah. On. I agree with you on that. 
but they don't want to lose eight to ten. You're going to have to shrink in ten games of you know to one fifty two. This is what you're going to have. You're going to have to go back to about one hundred fifty two games, which is what they had in the early nineteen hundreds. But the owners are not going to want to lose that extra money that they're making in the end of the season, especially as that's the latter the last two two weeks of a season is basically postseason ball anyway for teams that are in contention. Yep. Would John would 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 sched would Major League Baseball consider scheduling double headers, more double headers, no, to cut the season down a little bit, or do you think they just would stick with what they have now and go from there? Gosh. They you, oh. so if, if again baseball historian you know the baseball sir they used to do double headers quite a bit back yes, in the day. Let's play two, baby. When but that was also when players were making a hundred dollars compared to a hundred million dollars. Mm. You know, so you're, you're, the value of the players matters so much more that you're not going to tell these guys, hey, we're going to start scheduling double headers. All right, and you're just going to play two games. And you're gonna deal with it. That's that that will that's not gonna work. Could you imagine that? Like the today's players being told, "Hey, you're going back to the high school days. You're gonna play a doubleheader today." You know, instead of oh my oh I I didn't want to know what that drama session would be like. To to and and to the point of that as well. How major league baseball is they're trying to they're making sure they can get fans back into the stadiums and and the increase in in attendance is there this year. Now. How much how much is that attendance going to stay the same or continue to increase if you have double headers? Because now you're going to instead of spending two and a half to three hours at a, at a stadium, you're going to spend six hours. Yeah, right. you're, you're, you're not going to get it. You're not going to happen. So that, that, I don't see that ever being a case unless again rainouts being the case. You know, for double headers, that's you know okay. That's that's a weather issue. But you're not going to schedule double headers because again, the players make too much money. They're too valuable. Players union will not go for it. Number one, uh, as well, and at the same time, is you're not going to get fans to show up. It, it say if you have a a new like a eleven o'clock game, and then you're going to play a five o'clock game, you're going to sell out. You're going to sell forty percent of the stadium, probably fifty percent of the stadium of that first game at eleven o'clock, and then say, all right, we're going to play again at six o'clock. No. Jonathan, could you could you imagine these guys walking up? It's hundred and ten out, and they're like, hey, let's go fifteen. <laughs> then we always get it back to nine. No. You know, when we were you know younger, our two double headers. A lot of times, a lot of players I never did, but a lot of players would say, "Hey, let's just do a nine inning game." It and it's, it's like, I mean, like, what do you do? Fifteen? Well, you man, know? we we, we kind of saw a version of that during COVID, where they had the double header scheduled. It was That's seven. True. They played seven innings. They That's played true. Okay, so I mean, and and players players hated that. They they liked yeah. that it was a shorter game. They liked oh. that. Damn it. That it was just it was a shorter game, so like, hey, we don't have to be at the ballpark very uh, very long. But the game itself being seven innings, players didn't like that at all because again, it's just it, it it just threw off everything timing wise. Yeah, big time, big time. Nick, you Nick, okay? Nick's doing a show. It's getting in the way of watching the game. Off of it bounced up in the air and it got I uh, yeah. intercepted. Yeah, we know That's fucking obviously Sam, Sam. We fucking know, okay? We know. <laughs> Bad throw by hey, you always you always remind me when my team stinks. I I figured I'd return the favor, okay? God. I, I, hope, I hope this shirt, me wearing this shirt for you, Nick, is worth it just to have the have your team lose to the Raiders. <laughs> we stink right now. 
Well, I told you that before the season. Oh, but, I, but it was. I don't saying, know anything. But, but Sam, remember, it's early in the season, though. It's still early. The see, the thing is, it's about week one. Okay, that was the whole thing. But thank you for salting that wound. I appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nobody's team any good besides Tanner's team on, on this whole fucking show. Besides John, John's Dolphins, and he's this not even all here. True. This is all true. Yeah, this is true. Not one, of, true. and nobody else's team's any damn good outside of so, those two guys. All right, oh, so I gotta know, Jonathan. Mad, man. I gotta you know your feelings. These Dodgers are I'm still not. down versus Arizona, possibly. Not, I mean, we're not. in the fifth, three to one. Dodgers go down 0 2. It's it's a thing that we've seen for the last few years. They I they they come back. Do you think they have a chance to come back if they go 0 2 like oh at home? At home, they're down three one right now. They're down yeah, three they're down one, right but they yeah. lost uh, the, the uh, first game. They lose this game at home. The, both games at home. Like, yeah, that's, this man. for they're Arizona. For Arizona, this is a this is a must win. Must like, you, win. you have to treat you have to if you're Arizona, you're treating this like it's game five. Because yeah. if you have a, a series that is tied one one, you know, Braves and Phillies. If the, and if this series is tied one one, advantage is Dodgers. Because as we kind of, as I'm kind of looking at it, I'm wanting to see how Game Three is going to be for Braves Phillies. If was this the waking up moment for the Braves offense, and if they go into the Game Three and their and their offense just catches fire, you, that was the moment. If the Dodgers come back and beat the, the Diamondbacks, is that going to be the moment this series turns in the Dodgers' favor? This has to be treated like Game Five for the Diamondbacks. If you have a 2-0 lead going home, you have the you have the clear cut advantage because are you afraid of Lance Lynn pitching in Game Three if you're uh, if you're the Diamondbacks? No, you're not. No, not at all. In, in Game Four, Who? Kurt, you know Kershaw potentially going to pitch in Game Four. I don't know. I, if I'm a Diamondback, I'm hoping Kershaw's pitching Game Four because that's my, that's we, my we, point. Though, if it's a 2-0 game one, and that's my point. If it's a two-zero series, you're not afraid of Lance Lynn, and you're not afraid of Clayton Kershaw going against you with a two-zero series lead. If it's a one-one series lead, that's a little bit different. So for Arizona, they for Arizona, they they have to, they have to win this game because if the to catch fire right now. If the Dodgers catch fire, they have momentum going to Arizona. With Arizona is not a it's not a it's not a fearful place to play. So this is a moment where the Dodgers can can if they win this game, take clear cut. You just, beat, you just beat their their ace, much like the Braves just did. You know, Braves came back and beat Zach uh, Zach Wheeler. You beat their ace. So right, now you beat you, the bullpen. The bullpen kind of fell. But close. you don't have to. But you. But you. Well, want, the difference you want between a, the Dodgers. You want a game that you weren't supposed to really win with Zach Wheeler on the mound. Wheeler's pitch. Wheeler had his career has owned Atlanta. Like that. That is a clear cut, uh, and he owned them. You know. That, I mean, I. I can't tell you how many text messages. Oh, Wheeler's going to throw a no hitter against Braves in the postseason. They're going to be a part of statistics for MLB history. I got some. That is, and that's that he does that against the Braves almost on, a, on a, every time he goes out and pitches. Uh, but you you won a game that you weren't really supposed to win, just like Game One. The Phillies won Game One that they weren't supposed to win with Strider on the mound. So now it makes things a little bit interesting with that series. For the Diamondbacks, you have Gallon on the mound right now. You're not supposed to lose this game. You're not no. supposed to lose this game. So if you lose, if you do end up losing this game, you talk about a complete momentum swing. Yeah. In front of, in, in favor of the Dodgers, that changes the course of this series. 
you know, and, and puts Diamondbacks in a hole, even though it's a 1-1 series. But if it's a 2-0 series lead, if, Diamond, if Diamondbacks do win this game with a 2-0 series lead, it's just about over because you're not afraid of Lance Lynn and you're not afraid, no. afraid of Clayton Kershaw in three, game three or game four. That's Especially the difference. The Dodgers had Gonsolin or Bueller or somebody in the Bueller. recent past going in game three, four, or five. This year it's a bunch of nobody. Lance Lynn, he, he, he could implode in game three, and that could be it. So I agree with John. The Diamondbacks win tonight. This this Arizona could close. I believe I believe the stat was on uh, Kershaw was is the first player pitcher in the history of postseason baseball to give up five runs before ever getting an out. Insane. So and that happened game one. And then listen, I mean, I I love Clayton. I mean, he's a buddy of mine from from my high school days in in Dallas. It breaks my heart because I I mean, he's he's a Hall of Fame pitcher. He's going to be you know he's considered one of the best pitchers of Dodgers history up there with Sandy Koufax. And it's just, it's just something about postseason play for him that just, besides the 2020, uh, besides the 2020, it's yeah. something about postseason play that yeah. just, it, it just, it, it shoots him in the foot. And every time, as a great of a pitcher that he is, he has that, he has that cloud over him. He'll be in the Hall of Fame. It was a conversation. It was a conversation I heard on Mad Dog Russo, and they were, they were saying, that, you know, Russo saying that he's a Hall of Famer, but with a question mark. Because of his postseason uh, uh, success and lack of success that he's had, there, no, he's a Hall of Famer. Clayton Kershaw will be in the Hall of Fame regardless of the of the lack of success that you want to call that he's done. There's, just again, at this point of his career, he's not a number one pitcher anymore, but he has to be the number one pitcher because By you're circumstance, getting, yeah. you're, you're yeah. not trusting Bobby Miller to be the number one right now. You're not trusting Lance Lynn to be the number one. You don't have your number one uh, this year in Bueller. You don't have your number two in Gonsolin. Clay Kershaw, when everybody's healthy, Kershaw's your number three, maybe number four. Really, in number four, if you had if you had Bueller, Urias, and Gonsolin, that's your one, two, three. Kershaw's your number four right now in twenty twenty three, but yep. he has to be the number one guy. And it, Dude, tell me, tell me, any team that goes into game one with their number four pitcher is going to have success going in there. No matter how good Kershaw has been, he's not the same not pitcher bad. he was five, five, seven, eight years ago. He's yeah. your number four. What team is going to have success with the number four guy in the rotation leading the, the their staff in a postseason series? Nobody is. Nobody. Well, this brings the question. Is Kershaw going to retire after this year, or do you think he's going to come back? I think he'll come back. I don't know if it's going to be in L.A., though. I don't, I don't, I don't know if it's going to be in L.A. I think if Allen's listening, I, I do – there has been moments where there's been conversations that Kershaw wants to come back to Dallas. Yeah. He, wow. he, he wants to raise his, wants oh. to raise his kids. He wants to raise his family in in the Dallas area. He wants to, you know, so there's there's yeah. there's been inklings of that. You know, I think I could see him, I, and, that could, and that could be the Dodgers' decision. I don't know if it's Kershaw's decision because Kershaw wants being compared to Koufax has is what drives Kershaw to stay in LA. Yeah. And being able to retire in LA is, I think, the the factor for him. I think he still wants to pitch one more season, at least get a little, another successful uh, successful season. And I, I, I think it'll be up to the LA Dodgers to decide is it going to be with them one more year or not. If it's if the Dodgers decide to move on, I think then he goes to Arlington and pitches for the Rangers. If he if the Dodgers say, hey, we're gonna get, we we will have Bueller back. We're gonna, you know, we, we they won't have Gonsolin uh, uh, next year because he under Tommy John. You won't have your right, so they're gonna have to replenish the, their rotation more yeah. and get Bobby Miller a little bit more experience in that, in that not being your number two or three. 
but you get a little bit more experience and put Kershaw back as a three or four pitcher, you have something there for you. But if he has, but it's going to be up to the Dodgers to decide how they're going to want to structure the rotation. If they want to get a little bit younger, then I could see them moving on from Kershaw, and he could either just say, I'm going to retire, or he can go pitch with the Rangers and return home to Texas. Mm-hmm. Good block, Ranger. Man, that'd, that'd be some crazy stuff. Would it would it be all those pitchers in like, Texas? Do they all have contracts with Texas then? Scherzer, Scherzer is still under he, – he opted into his contract for 2024, which after 2024 he'll be a free agent. More likely he'll retire at that point. Uh, I I think Evaldi's still under contract uh, for next year. Or I, so. I, th- I thought he had two years left. Uh, obviously, Degrom. You know, Degrom's got. You know, he's under contract. This just depends on how he's going to be. But you could have. I mean, you could essentially have a a rotation. Obviously, if Degrom gets healthy, you could have a rotation of Jacob Degrom, Max Scherzer, and Clayton Kershaw for the Rangers since you're one through three. And all you it, and all you need, all you need is Kershaw and maybe yeah. to pull out some uh, Verlander magic in that age, and and, and then you, and you have. And you still have Evaldi in, in, in that uh, as well, you know, potentially Evaldi. Which he, if he, yep. if he's under a one year deal, you more likely will see him sign a contract with Texas. I think he's comfortable in Texas, but I think he's still under contract for twenty twenty four. I I think so. And then you still have some young guys. That, and I actually threw the scenario out there uh, last week uh, with Allen and Scott. If that let's, let's just say that is the case, you do get Kershaw to, to come home. You have the Grom get healthy. Scherzer back healthy. That's your one through three. You have Evaldi as your number four. You could trade two of your pitching prospects to go get Pete Alonzo from the Mets and have him injected in that in that lineup with uh, the Rangers behind Garcia and Heim and Simeon and Seager. And essentially you could have Alonzo – Seager be your three, Alonzo be your – Are we there? Is everybody there? Are you pulling Nick? Yeah, yeah. yeah. There. You hear me? No, yeah, I got I you now. All right, yeah. you're back. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Johnson. Uh, so that, that, that'd be a hell of a lineup. It, it would be. I think that'd be an interesting – again, if that's the move you want – I think I, I could see them – even if they don't get Kershaw, I could see that being a case that, that, that uh, if they go get another starting pitcher to add into that rotation, somebody's gonna he's gonna give you innings. So you don't know what you're gonna get with the Grom innings wise. You don't know what you're gonna get with Scherzer innings. But if you add another pitcher in that rotation, and then you want to tr- and you have the luxury to trade, you know, a couple of your pit like Jack Leiter and in a in a, in a package, go make. I, I, if I'm if I'm the Rangers, I go get that move because Alonso in that lineup is better than what you got with uh, with Lowe in that lineup. And it just yeah. makes it a little bit deeper to where the 2024, if you're the Rangers, 2024 is your year to beat, to pass to the Astros. It's absolutely to pass the Astros because you're a younger team. You are a talented team, but you, and you have, you have, you were on the cusp of beating them. You need a little bit more. So you get another pitcher in that lineup, trade some pitching prospects with it in a package, go get Pete Alonso. And now you have a lineup with some pitching that will challenge and potentially beat the Astros in 2024. Jonathan, speaking of the Astros, do the Twins got a chance here? They they were able to take oh, home yeah, field advantage. It's one one going back to Minnesota. How we feel about the Twins in, in that series? I'm shocked. I, I, I'm sh- I'm shocked. I did not expect the Twins to actually you know to split uh, split with the Astros here, and, and they're going. I home. think they're beautiful. We talked about it last week. You know, they're uh, beautiful. You know, 
They yes. they are beatable, but again, the Twins' offense, I, they're 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 hitting. I mean, we talk. I I said in order for the Twins to win games, they have to keep the low score low. I, did anybody really think that the Twins were going to score six runs? No. I, 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 in any game that they were going to play and score six runs to win a game, I didn't think that. Game one is exactly what they did not want. They don't, you know, if the Astros jump up four, five, six runs, they don't have the firepower to beat them. And, and that's what how they they that's how the Astros won game one. But with the pitching that you have, with Pablo Lopez pitching outstanding in game two, and now you have Sonny Gray going in game three, you you have the advantage pitching wise right now. So again, talking about how I'm saying with the Diamondbacks right now that this is their game five, they have to win this with Sonny Gray on the mound and your advantage in the pitching and on the uh, on the mound in that game. And you're you, you have to treat that as a must-win game for you. You cannot. It, it, you have to jump ahead because it, it, as the pitching gets a little bit harder, as you know, if you're, you're number one and number two guys are already gone, you have to find other ways to win. And the way that the offense is going for them, Twins, I, I mean, they can they can do it. I think they, they and and again, I'm praising the Twins, but they're they're actually you know showing me a little bit of life, something that they haven't shown all season, but. I they can. They have the pitching to 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 beat not not to, not just match the Astros. They have the pitching to beat them, and if they can keep that, you know, scoring three, four, five, six runs, I think we can see an upset. I, mean, I think we can I see mean, an upset going on in Minnesota. We, we saw Sunny. I think he only pitched four or five innings in that in the game against Toronto for yeah. the wild card. So yeah. I mean, he's not coming off a five, long. I think he five start. Innings, I yeah, yeah, he's not coming off yeah. a long lengthy start. He's not coming off a you know, 90, 100 pitch game. This was in the seventies. I believe it was that he finished up. So like him coming in at home against with a packed crowd, that energy that's going to be in Minnesota. Houston's got to get, get on top of him quick. And with, with the bulk. So again, if you get a lead, even if it's a, a you know, three, you know, three, one, three, Oh, you know, type of lead, that bullpen is really good. Minnesota's yeah, bullpen is Really good. So that, that's that's why I say if it's a low scoring game, that's advantage Minnesota. And if they can jump ahead early, you know, and just get a two run lead, it, it could be lights out. It could be lights out. Really? You know, Duran right now showing that he, you know, he's one of the, he's probably the one of if not the best closer in baseball right now. He's electric as can be. So I mean, you have the advantage in the starting rotation, and you have the advantage in the bullpen right now. So it's, it's the pressure does fall on the Twins' offense if they can continue this little trek that they're on. Like I said, I think we could see an upset. We can absolutely see an upset of Minnesota beating the Astros in this series. But, Very guys, awesome. tune, in, tune in tomorrow because let's talk Rangers starts at 4 p.m. Eastern tomorrow. Because you know it's all going to be Zing, baby, zing. Jonathan, um, we'll get you out of here. You got some breaking news. Uh, can you share that news with the – you want to share that news with everybody? I, I can, yes. Uh, you know, last week I had some things going on that I that I've, uh, was working on, and I made a trek uh, up to Arkansas last week uh, to to meet with the uh, uh, school at University of Arkansas, Rich Mountain, a little uh, you know junior college uh, uh, school out there to uh, to accept the job of hitting coach, assistant hitting coach, oh. and fielding coach uh, for the uh, University of Arkansas Rich Mountain Bucks. So. Uh, I start up in Arkansas here in a couple of weeks, uh, you know, and uh, and get things going with them. I'm looking forward to the opportunity. My first, uh, my first uh, start in college coaching, and hopefully this is the 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 beginning of my trek to work my way up to either big big time college ball, potentially pro. I know you guys are my y'all are my advocates to coach the uh, or man, coach or manage the, the the future Las Vegas A's. Uh, That's so right. 
that this is that first step to me to get to that point. But it's an opportunity that I'm really excited about and and looking forward to uh, the beginning of, of the next chapter of my career. Uh, at the moment, Alpha is still going to be going. Alpha Alpha is still going to be running. I'm going to be uh, handing it uh, at least running. I still be running it from afar, but I won't be coaching in Alpha anymore. So, but I'm still going to be working with my athletes and helping them uh, achieve their goals still of playing college uh, college softball and college baseball. Uh, but my my time my tenure of coaching in Alpha will be uh, be ending here in a couple of weeks. So, bittersweet. Uh, you know, it, it's something that I, I've I've been preparing for to happen in a few in a in a few years. Not not right now, but. The opportunity was a good opportunity, and I think this was a good start for me to uh, to kind of get myself into. And I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be excited. So I, here in a, in a few weeks, I'll be doing I'll be doing shows with you guys in Arkansas here in a couple more a couple weeks. So that'll be, uh, hey, be a check. only a six hour drive, That's man. Awesome. That's doable. That's doable. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Hey, we'll, we'll have to come down and, and watch you uh, watch you uh, coach on a home game or something. I'll, I'll meet Tanner there. That's not that far from uh, from my house either so less than six yeah, we, hours, I mean, really I, I, what, uh, I, haven't, I haven't seen the full schedule for the spring but i'm sure we have some games in, in missouri here so i mean again uh we'll get to perfect. that point so if that's the case yeah okay come come watch it come watch a game and whatnot and see uh see us go to work with it you know what Absolutely. to do just give a congratulations message. appreciate it so yeah what's so that what, what was the mascot one, one what, last what was question the, the okay, bucks bucks all right well we're all bucks here we're all bucks go bucks so yeah. we can so Fucking we'll all crazy. get free free merch pretty soon, right? It's on in the mail. It's coming our way. Is that? Is that the- <laughs> I, I, I haven't even gotten my stuff yet. So once I get out to Arkansas, I'll start getting my stuff. I haven't gotten mine yet. Let me get let me let me get that first, and then we'll 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 start working on getting some gear with you guys here pretty soon. Everybody, yeah, except that's me. right. That's right. Nick Nick's making you wear this Green Bay stuff. This you know. You I'll, I'll, I'll uh, happily uh, rock you, uh, uh, Arkansas uh, Buck stuff. Hey, he, I, I'll say look, he's not making me. I, I made, I, I made the bet. We blew the game. It is what it is. I'm so glad this is the last time, I'm, you know, that I have to wear this. And I can go back and get my money back. And, and, and here it goes. Thing, but my good, you know. But yeah. So I, I'm, I'm just hope. I'm hoping this. You know, I'm hoping this being the last time I have to wear this, this comes with a loss for his Packers as well. So hopefully he gets a little bit of a sour taste. In his mouth because of it. <laughs> We're losing. We're probably losing tonight uh, to the lowly fucking Raiders. Jordan Love can't throw the goddamn ball down the field to save his life. The offensive line stinks. Who said that? I would never that's say what? such a thing about Jordan Love like that. I can't believe you just said that. So know, that's, that's, the, that's, the, uh, that's the savior, right? I mean, again, you've you've had He's far. The savior. For- you, you've had Far for so long. You had Rodgers. He's the next. He's the next great Green Bay Packer quarterback. He's he going to be the next. Season, I don't know about that right 15 now. Fifteen years. In the next fifteen years, he's going to be the quarterback for the Packers, right? I don't know right right now. I'm not saying it's all on him. It's not all on him, but it, he has not tonight. Has not looked great. He can't throw the ball down the field. Offense. I mean, we should have known the offense wasn't going to be worth a damn. It wasn't worth a damn when we had a Hall of Fame fucking quarterback last year back there, much less a kid who's never fucking played. So here we are, um, probably losing to the holy fucking Raiders, going below 500. So, hey, it is what it is. It is what it is. Everybody's here stinks, okay? So I don't want to hear it. You keep drafting defensive Ooh. players. It's a great thing for your, team, you. for your team. It's helping your offense out so much in the first round. You keep drafting those 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 oh, linebackers man. and quarterbacks. So, hey, I mean, you're doing, you're doing it. Doesn't, Joe Barry, our defensive coordinator, should have been fired two fucking years ago. He's fucking awful too. So get him the fuck out. 
Hey, hey Jonathan, it's, two years from now, we go up to Green Bay, Lambeau for the NFL draft. Can't wait to watch a bunch of defensive players being drafted up in no, Green I'm Bay. Saying, yeah, you're going to keep getting that. You're going to keep getting that that defense up there, and then losing 17 points to the uh, giving up 17 points to the. I don't even Ravens. know if I've heard Kyle Van Ness's name all season. <laughs> like that was our first overall pick, Kyle Van Ness out of Iowa. I haven't heard. I haven't even heard his name. I haven't even Walker, heard his name all year. Not, not, not Van Ness. Well, Quay Walker was a uh, first round pick last year. Yeah. It's- I'm saying, I heard his things. Yeah, he's I mean, good. He's good. He's when he's not trying to beat up the trainers on the other fucking team, you know, that <laughs> happened twice last year. What is it? What is it? Give me that. my turn of the week. <laughs> Jordan Love. <laughs> ah, he doesn't deserve the turd, but he's fucking playing like a turd. Oh, it's close. The turd is close to Jordan Love. So. Uh, ah, he's Nick got to really right fuck up that. He missed it? Are you kidding me? Oh, you're ahead of me? He missed it? Kidding me. I need four field goals. And Daniel Carlson has missed two. So so watch. Love's going to go on. He missed it. No, Tanner, no matter fucking shout out, you're ahead of me. So watch. He he just spent the last last three minutes. He's been the last three minutes just dogging Jordan Love. Jordan Love's going to go on a drive. They're going to win this game. He's going to be like, oh, yeah, he's our savior. He's our savior quarterback. This is the, he's the, he's the oh, angel for Green Bay. He's the next one. Hey, hey, that, hey, hey, Jonathan, that's talking, that's talking, you know, you fire somebody up sometimes. Talk, you talk some shit awesome. at him. You know what I mean? Reverse psychology, right? Is that what it was? That, the Bengals did it. I didn't pick them off. Been picking them all fucking year. They fucking finally show up the week I don't pick them. So, you know what, Jordan Love, you suck dick, okay? Uh-oh. You suck. You absolutely Uh-oh. suck. Go to and then he goes down. Go pick six touchdown, touchdown for the Raiders. Game's all right, over. Shut Damn. up, Scott. Shut up, Scott. <laughs> Look, we don't even try to throw it down the field. Like, it's just dink and dunk. I hate it. It's just dink and dunk. Nickel and dime, baby. Like, they Nickel just – it's just – yeah. All right. I'll bring like, some need, semblance back. One big play. Jonathan, one big we need Jonathan's pick. We need Jonathan's pick for Denver, Kansas City. So, yeah, Denver, Kansas City. It's uh, minus ten and a half for the Chiefs, Jonathan. Before you get out of here, uh, the Dolphins put up seventy against this Denver uh, defense. I know they don't. Have, I know the Chiefs don't have the weapons that uh, the Dolphins do, but they do still have Pat Mahomes. Uh, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Chiefs. I'm gonna take the Chiefs over them. I, 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 you know what? I, I, Sean Payton deserves this, and I love Sean for what he did in New Orleans. And again, but Sean Sean spent the last two years that we didn't that he didn't have Drew Brees. He quit on us, and he, he just he he quit on the, on the franchise. He quit he quit on the on the organization. He quit on the fan base. So and he he took he was waiting for this job. And basically said, I have the next, I have the quarterback that I wanted that I didn't have in New Orleans after Drew retired. I got I'm gonna turn him back into this Super Bowl quarterback. You 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 get what you deserve, Sean, because of how you how you you took for granted the franchise that gave you the shot that you won a Super Bowl with, and you you dogged the, the coach that you you replaced. You deserve this. So I, I you deserve this this horrible start that you're getting. And you should be over on the season if it wasn't for the Bears collapsing. Uh, so I, 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 
I'm enjoying this moment. I'm enjoying this moment that, that the Broncos and Sean Payton are struggling and just are, are a, a dumpster fire. Uh, I'm going to give the Chiefs the, the I'm going to I'm going to take the Chiefs to to cover uh, and win the game. I like it. All right, Jonathan. Hey, we appreciate you joining us every Monday. Uh, hey, you hey, you got some words to say real fast though before you take that shirt off. <laughs> well, the shirt's already off with it. I'll go give you the. Go. I'll give it to you though. I I said it. I'll give it to you. Go pack, go go pack, go. Yeah, that's what we like to hear, baby. But the, the last one though, I give the tomahawk chop for my Braves for what they did tonight too. Though. Hey, we'll see you later, Jonathan. We'll see you next Monday, and uh, uh, best of luck to your Braves. I appreciate it, guys. Always enjoy it. See you, brother. New coach of uh, was it Arkansas, West Arkansas, JUCO? I, I don't know what it was. <laughs> it's uh, Arkansas, University of Arkansas, major. Rich Mountain. He's going He's University going of Arkansas, Mountain. Rich Mountain. All right, hey, gonna have to go to. The University of Arkansas, Rich. Hey, first down. That's what I like to see. Get it right, refs. Uh, let's get into our Thursday. Our Thursday picks. Um, if if everybody's on the Chiefs, just say aye. 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 All right, we're all on the fucking yeah. Chiefs. That's so it. that means Johnny's on the Broncos. So give Johnny the Broncos. <laughs> yeah, yeah no give Johnny the Broncos. It's noted. <laughs> Johnny did not yeah. say I, uh, so therefore he um, uh, he wasn't. Um, Scott, you want to start off with our final thoughts and uh, goodbyes as we uh, wrap up this uh, Monday night, and hopefully the Packers fucking come back win here. Come yeah, on, just just uh, I'm I'm glad we were here to watch the Nick Barkins entertainment tonight with the Packers Raiders <laughs> game. So. It's good to see him passionate. I like it. Um, yeah. It, again, this this is always a great time. This is always fun um, to do Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. I look forward to it every every time that the day comes. So Even I know. Uh, of course, with that, with everybody, oh. it's a it, it's a great time. Thursday night, watch us. It's the Thursday night picks extravaganza, so to speak, and there will be new leaders. And you guys will not be happy with who the new leaders are, because I already figured it out today. Womp, Sorry, womp. Uh, see, I, I couldn't even write it down because you know it, it'll go. <laughs> so I have to write it down. I got to catch back, up, but I'll get there it done tomorrow. Co- there are co-leaders of the of the oh, picks here. picks. So um, again, oh, enjoy the show. Um, there we go. Oh, first down. Hopefully Johnny's hopefully Johnny's okay. Um, he's doing fine. Um, but you know, looking forward to Thursday night. Sam, any uh, final thoughts here? It's Good to see you passionate, fun. Nick. I find it very funny that we can't chastise you for your team being bad, but you can. So it's a little weird, weird dichotomy we got well, going. We're gonna on. do it anyway. That's uh, how I am, Sam. You can't, you can't <laughs> talk shit to me. I don't even talk shit to my myself and to you. That's it. Uh, That's how it works. Okay. So, oh, is that it? All right. Cool. cool. <laughs> That's how he was. <laughs> That's how heels work. Yeah, that's how oh, it that, works. Yeah, is that how it works? Yeah. yeah. Shut your bitch ass mouth. Anyway, yeah. so <laughs> exactly. uh, love being love being on the show, guys. Uh love being with you guys. You guys, uh, this is your last shot of the beard for a while. So my my Titans lost to the Colts. Now I have to grow the Ethan Hawk goatee. 
Ooh, I forgot. I forgot about the bet. So on Thursday, is that where we'll see the Ethan Hot goatee? You'll see it tomorrow, too, on the AFC South round table. Okay, so we won't watch it. I mean, we're going to see it Thursday. All right. I'll just send you a picture. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Catch your goddamn ball. (laughs) Anyway. um, You're right in the fucking hands. That's how one play got intercepted. We've talked about this stuff before, uh, being passionate. Uh, about something. He, look how look how passionate Nick is. I was passionate Sunday too, even though my Titans let me down. I'm sure. Um, I'm sure Scott was. It's over. That's right. No, no, Scott. We just go win loss, win loss all the way down the freaking schedule. Apparently, uh, even Scott's passionate, and I know as well as Tanner's passionate. If you're passionate about something, I hope it brings you joy. That's all I got. It's say. over. It's over. It's over. It's over. He throws Andrew, don't tell me you're ahead of me, and I feel like you're about to say something fucking incredibly stupid. Oh, he's going to get sacked. Throw his interception. Yep. Oh, he dropped it. No, he caught it. They say say it's an interception. Touchback. Motherfucker. It's over. It's over. And I did find my cheese head, by the way. It was behind my TV the whole time. Who would have thought? Well, is that your final thoughts, Tanner? That's cruel. <laughs> Tanner, That's really cool. Tanner uses his cheese head as a paperweight, just so you know. It's, it's oh, a man. To hold the papers. Guys. Mark Davis's girlfriend I, up there. <laughs> I don't really know what else to say here. Uh, you know, I needed uh, three and a half. I need over three I and a half field goals. pass interference, first of all? Three and a half field goal made, right? That's it. They kicked five field goals today, guys. They only made three. Because Daniel Carlson can't kick a damn ball. Raiders raided again uh, in that aspect. So thanks, thanks, oh, good. Daniel. Appreciate you it. mean you didn't hit your bet? You didn't hit your bet? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> didn't hit my bet. You didn't hit <laughs> your bet? Daniel Carlson can't hit a freaking field goal. Oh, you, you didn't win your bet? Good. I'm glad. I'm glad you didn't win. I'm glad you didn't win. Packers go down. That's the worst. You know what the worst fucking part is? Is you got Bears fans, you got Lions fans just dancing on our fucking grave because the Lions, for the first time in 60 fucking years, have a fucking team. <laughs> you know what? So they just want to shit on the fucking Packers. You it's know what? Turn, Shut dude. the fuck up. It's their turn you know to what? shit on you, dude. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. Everybody, wait. when you're it's in position. on the dog's ass. It comes from a, just because you're at the bottom scraping the barrel with the Raiders and the Bears and the Giants. Doesn't mean the other teams can't shit on you either. Sounds pretty what, elitist, Nick. What, what do you uh, think we're going through up here in New England now? Everybody, everybody's shitting on us because we've been good for so long. Now you we're guys, terrible. Scott, you guys might be the worst team in the league. They're not the worst team in the league. We've already talked about this. You're not beating yeah. out the Bears. You're not beating out the Giants. Yeah, they're bottom eight, right? I would put the Bears above the Patriots right now. Talent-wise, top the Bears ten. have way more talent. I am not. The Bears well, I'll, put, I'll put the Bears tied with the Patriots then. Yeah. Uh, yep. I'm not putting anybody above anybody you. right there. Agreed. Agreed. Horrendous. At least Guys, we got, we got a bunch of crap coming up here. Um, yeah. I got a lot of work yeah. to do, guys. Uh, yeah. But uh, there's a... Uh, Stuff's happening. Uh, there'll be a video dropped tomorrow morning. Check it out. I'll post it. Um, I'll tweet it, share it out. Uh, so check that out for an, it's a little bit of announcements, the future, stuff like that. So I'll drop that off in the morning. 
Uh, but guys, we're, let's just keep having fun. Keep talking sports right now. That's all we can do. There's tons of shit going on. Hockey I'm starts. Hate it. I quit. <laughs> the Packers are losing. The Cubs losing. The Bulls about to lose. Luckily, our Blackhawks will do well because I'm rooting for him. So let's have some fun. Good stuff's happening. Keep it rolling, guys. Yes, sir. It's all right. I just gave up on the seat. I gave up on the Packers last year about this time. I'll give up now and then to the other. Yeah, yeah. You would not you were not giving up on your Packers. By by Wednesday, you'll be back on the Packers bandwagon. Nah, I, I had a funeral for him last year uh, on air. Yeah, he did. Do you remember? Did. Uh, do you so, remember Nick when I was on your show for like the first time last year? And it was uh, the the Titans had pulled everybody, and it was like horrible Dallas game. And you and I were just sitting here, and I was like, "I'm not even watching the game, bro." <laughs> It was so over. It was not even funny. So, so are Tanner, we still on air? Tanner, you hit that outro. We haven't even uh, first hour. So, so Tanner, before we go, uh, the first away, hour yeah. can be away. Nick's funeral for the Packers on Thursday night. An hour? Might be. No. Might be. He needs ten minutes. Might be. No. Well, no. We're going to give a eulogy. Okay, not, I mean, there was some pass interference. The refs didn't fucking call, but because he's not, if he was Aaron Rodgers, we get those calls. He's Jordan Love, so we don't get sure. Him. You yeah, I, mean? I, I thought Max Crosby's helmet hit him in the chest too, on one of those. Uh, like he didn't sack him, but he had his helmet down. They, I mean, the goddamn him. fucking corner pushed off on Watson twice, held they him need, once, and then pushed off on him. They, need, they need to give the Raiders a win. They need to give the Raiders a win. So they gave the Raiders tonight. All right, be a friend, tell a friend, folks. We'll be back Thursday night, uh, eight o'clock Central, we got nine Eastern. Time. Talk a little baseball. We'll make we'll our Thursday night. Hey, uh, it's been a great show. Thanks to Jonathan Jim. We'll see you guys Thursday night. Be a friend, tell a friend. Tanner, hit that outro. Let's go. Hey, hey. They stink. They stink. Life better pop off with the you like. Make a dream job. No nine five, no mean boss. Just my life and free thoughts. You could try to play, but you're never gonna be me. Look the other way, what I'm doing ain't easy. Bloody hands stain from the people who deceive me. Bloody hands break through the chains, go free me. People like sheep move feet, hurt it easy. Don't wanna be fast asleep when they see me Better stand tall, ready for a fight, believe me When they try to change, you can say no, free me